Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. <laughs> hey, Daddy, this is Dollar BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit can't nobody fuck with me, man. Mm. You know, I can't be fuck with, you know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're going to pay. Look, mm. your kids still got to eat. Mm. I don't have to watch, mm. you know, any footage of a, a fighter. Mm. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody got to watch me. Eventually, I was gonna have to fight Oscar. Over. I feel like um, I feel like he was straight up and down. No really, no special effects. Boxingboys.com. I can Canelo had the biggest deal. Your, your deal was for three hundred million, and I made I made three hundred and fifty million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingboys.com. I'm a king, okay? Mm-hmm. I eat a feast. But every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green friend. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Boxingboys.com. gentlemen welcome to another morning edition with the boxing voice radio i am your host nesta gibbs east coast at nest gto what's going on good morning good morning we're back to discuss the welterweight king earl spence jr self-proclaimed big fish for some time now there's been a lot of speculation as to who is holding up this fight is it Spence, Crawford, Al, or Bob Arum? But at around 3.59 a.m. this morning, and like I said, we scour the internet so that you don't have to, so that you don't got to follow dozens and dozens or hundreds and hundreds of athletes. We do that for you. We bring you that news, and we put it together, package it with a bow. And today's special gift is Earl Spence taken to his social media, his Twitter, in fact, verified and i quote i'm it at 147 
No promoter control what I do or manager. Sly face emoji. Shake a hand emoji like me and my team. We know what we doing. We know I'm the boss. We agree on what I want to do. That's the shaking the hand emoji. You understand? But this has caused crazy backlash on social media. If you go through the comments of this actual tweet, the world is taken back. They're kind of on there, you know. <gasps> so it was you? Are you the one holding up the fight? Is this what this tweet means? How do we interpret, I'm it at 47. No promoter controls what I do or manager. Or is this something more? Is it a shot at other welterweights showing them, look, ever since I took control of my career, the fights I asked for, I've gotten. No one tells me what to do. No one tells me who to fight. But let me tell you guys, both could be the same. He could be taking shots at other welterweights and simultaneously also not giving us the Crawford fight because in his plan, Crawford isn't first. Porter was first. Danny was next. Pacquiao's after. Then maybe Crawford. I don't know how to decipher this, but if we take it for black and white, the bud tenders are definitely going to say, Look, he came out, he finally admitted, he don't want the Crawford fight, he's telling you he's in control, he's telling you he has no manager, he's telling you he's the boss, so he is the one holding up the fight. We see Terrence wants it, we know Bomack wants it. That's how this could be interpreted, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys can help me, but if we have to take to his Twitter, we're going to see some very awful remarks coming back at him because of this message, but... Spence, who's 30 years old, 26-0 with 21 KOs, is scheduled to face Danny Garcia November 21st. Another top five welterweight, continuing to build the legacy of his welterweight career. Crawford at 32 years old, 36-0 with 27 big KOs, is looking like will he will be facing Kel Brook. On November 14th, right before Earl Spence, looking to make a splash before the quote-unquote big fish of the division goes into this. But, guys, I mean, buenos dias. But what are you thinking about Earl's tweet? Buenos dias. <laughs> buenos dias, Doomy. What up? No comment. <laughs> No comment from Doomy. Doomy going no comment route. I'm going to go the, uh, yo, it's kind of weird route, right? Like, the whole week we talk, but now we finish up the week with this? Oof. This, this, is, uh, this is tough. Listen, everybody understands the economics of boxing, right? All right, Doomy, you there? We all understand that. Oh, did I drop off? Nah, that was me. Um, but okay. it looks like we have uh, Shango Nation ready. Uh, Doomy, what have you been able to figure out? Uh, is he Skype ready? Yeah. Do we just send him the link? Yeah, he's, is he sending us yeah, the he's, user? He's Skype ready. Uh, 
I was going to actually ask if you wanted to send him the link or send him the link. Or uh, send, you know, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him to send you his uh, his email that he used to create the account or his username. Just use that from now mm-hmm. on as as like the go to because this way we'll find them and uh, it makes it easier because you know they sometimes they have an issue. But Mario, sorry to interrupt you with the uh, lack of internet there, buddy. But what were you saying? All goody, all goody. All I was uh, really trying to get to was that, you know, while we have understandings for why fights don't happen, you know, that's a separate issue. Then when fighters come out and say things like this that opens themselves up to unnecessary backlash, I like Earl Spence. I've always been a fan of Earl Spence, despite what Supermex might tell you. That said, I probably a better fan than anybody to tell him that this is a bad move. You know, don't put any unnecessary heat on yourself by making those claims. When Floyd make those claims, Floyd could back up those claims and then everybody else had to follow suit. And I'm not saying Earl can't back up those claims. I'm just saying they can't follow suit. We can't sit here and say, oh, well, you're such a big star that any fight you make is worth millions and millions. So then you can make any fight you want. That's not the case. There's not enough money for the Bud Spence fight right now. Why? You know, that's on both of them. So all I'm saying is that uh, open yourself up to this unnecessary backlash. Not a good idea when you got Danny Garcia headed your way. Call you heading your way. It's it's too big of a fight to be getting in this nonsense, do me? Too big of a fight. Let's get into the cryptic uh, tweet, right? I'm it at 147. No promoter control what I do or manager. So is that like... So then like make the butterfly, said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make the butterfly, right? That's as simple as Let's that. It. No, it, it's, it's not. It's not, not as simple as not. that. And he might be taking a jab, right, at everybody else, you know, and, and, and kind of like puffing his chest out. I'm on the top of the mountain. I'm the guy, you know. Nobody like tells me what to do. Ego-ish or like troll-ish? Yeah, I mean, you're at four in the morning. I mean, I, I don't know what time it is in Texas at four in the morning. Like, So I don't know if he was going for his run or what he was doing. But uh, he was up at four in the morning, obviously. And uh, you could only imagine what was going through his head at that time, you know. He's getting ready for a fight. So, um who knows? But if he's in total control, I guess the people are going to, uh, some or many that probably are not as savvy into the whole business side and how things move, uh, are going to say, hey, if, if you if you have total control, why, why are you not calling out Crawford? Why are you not chasing Crawford? And vice versa, right? Because it's not like Crawford's chasing him. So I think that there's just like higher levels of agreement, you know what I'm saying, at the top. In in in, this, in, the, in the promotion and the negotiation, knowing that that fight's got to marinate more, you know the people want yeah. it now. Listen, people want if it you're now. if you're it, do me, then Pacquiao would fight you. If you're it, then you can make turn. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career, too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Mitch Crawford, do anything you want. Mario. is a big name for his career. And this is, damn it, I probably cut out. And this is a big name 
you know, heading into it, but ultimately it's just not the same. Uh, you know, he's, he's it like de facto, you know, and, and there's an argument to say that, you know, Crawford's it, you know, and, and there's an argument to say Pacquiao's it. So uh, to I put himself in these unnecessary. I don't know about all that because it, think about it. it. If you're it like Earl, who is proving he's it, you know what I'm saying? He has called for all the fights that he's gotten, but we'll ask another welterweight in the division. We have Jamal James, Shango Nation on the line. Uh-oh, I can't merge him. What's going on? You there? Wait, he on Skype? Yeah, or he's yeah, on the yeah. phone? Yeah, he's adding. He's, he's calling, but I, I wasn't able to add him for whatever. Oh, yeah, because I was just going to say I don't see him. But well, listen, me... if you want to say PBC's it, then yeah. I'll agree with you on that. But that's different with Spence. Call you different with Spence. KDR says, uh, who's the duck duck emoji now out of Spence's own mouth interpreting that Spence tweet? Hashtag don't want that T-Bud smoke emoji. Laughing my ass offy laughing emoji. <laughs> Early in the morning, why, KD. Why KD comes back. Not, oh, man. Yo, KD comes back and says, Crawford haters, you all should have seen it coming after T-Buzz said, let's bet. And Spence said he bet a hundred thousand on himself, and T. Buzz said, "Let's bet a million When he confronted Spence face to face, laughing emoji, laughing emoji. Damn, KD early in the day. I don't know. It's like uh, not letting us add him. I I wonder why it's always such an issue with this thing. Man, Carl KD comes Brent. back. <laughs> why is Spence holding your face, a la? Home alone, scared of the little uh, man, pound for pound, hashtag number one in Crawford, y'all. Ain't Spence a big boy? What happened to strap season, quote unquote? Is T Bud the exception? Exemption? Try and fight T Bud when he's 38 and 40. Old man emoji, question mark, laughing my ass off. Yeah, laughing my ass off emoji. Damn, they coming for Spence. Jamal, how are you, man? There we go. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Oh, we're good. Look, I don't know what was going on. It wasn't letting me add you, so I had to start a, a new call with you, and I'm going to have to go ahead and add my uh, co-host back. But, man, first and foremost, I want to thank you, obviously, for taking out the time. Um, is it Mountain Time over there or Central Time where you're at? Yeah, Central Time. So it's just an hour early. All right, but, all right. Well, shout out to you. Anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Well, again, thank you again for getting up early and, uh, you know, doing this interview with us. Uh, so how are you feeling, man? Obviously, you're coming off a big win over Thomas DeLorme. How are you? I'm feeling good, man. Extremely blessed, you know, especially for how times are. I was just happy to be able to get that fight in, man, and be able to come back with that belt, you know. I think, uh, you know, my city definitely needed something positive, so it, it felt good to get that. Now, we were actually doing a show yesterday and we ran across the WBA because uh, Urigas is fighting for a version of it. Are you interim or are you the regular? I'm the intern. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what, because in Dillian White's case, the interim meant basically the champion and you have to fight the uh, regular champion. And if for whatever reason he doesn't fight you, they elevate you to full champion, right? Is there a time frame there between you being the interim and when you fight whoever becomes the new regular champion? 
Uh, you know, they, they definitely probably will put some in the mix early next year, I think. They got so much fights going on and lined up uh, for the rest of this year, like bigger, you know, big, big name fights and stuff that they pushing. Um, but, you know, to be honest, man, I don't even follow through with all the politics. I just make sure that when I get in there, you know, we show out and we, we bring back that win and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get them bigger belts later later and get in there with the ring with some bigger names, you know? Definitely. Well, I mean, uh, there has been uh, some talk, and I want to know, have you heard anything? Uh, and obviously, I, I know you're going to be happy or, or, or hopeful of the news, but there is some rumor that you could be that Manny Pacquiao possibility. Uh, after that win, all of a sudden, that started to be conversation. Have you heard anything? Were you told before that fight, like if you win, you could be an option, or is just that you know, just the internet? Uh, no, I, I haven't heard none. You know, we've been talking. Uh, you know, just kind of putting it out there a little bit because it just made the most sense to me. He got the super WBA belt. You know, uh, obviously he's a huge name, so I want to go for the top. You know what I mean? Um, I haven't heard about anybody working on it. I, I trust, you know, deeply in my management, which is Al Heyman and his team, because they've been definitely putting off for me and a lot of other fighters. So whatever they kind of come to us with next, I'm sure I'll probably be down with it, you know. Uh, that hey, yeah. <laughs> to get that. Before, that I, let, be Yo, before I let them oh, jump in real go quick, ahead. obviously Urgas is going to be fighting this week, and that's your lone loss can you just talk to us about that? Uh, I believe you took that on short notice, or maybe you were coming out of a fight and jumped right into this fight. Uh, but give us the details. What exactly happened, or was that just a legitimate loss uh, on your behalf and credit to Ugas? No, well, for one, you know, I lost. You know what I mean? So I don't want to, even though, you know, there was, it was. I just got off a fight with Omatoso a month before. And then I took it short notice, like the week of the fight they hit, hit us up. But I don't like to use none of that type of stuff as excuses because, you know, I had the decision. I took the fight. It was just a, uh, it was just a lesson, a hard lesson I had to learn. You know what I mean? You got to be uh, mentally there because I was still in physical condition. We did a whole 10, but uh, I just couldn't get my timing, man. I couldn't get my timing. I didn't have time to, you know, train for him specifically. And he was ready, you know what I mean? He came in in shape. He'd been, he been wanting, you know, to get back in the ring, to get his career going again. And, you know, he did his thing. So I ain't got no animosity towards him. It's all love when we see each other. I'm sure, you know, down the line we'll be able to run it back, you know, when we both got full camps. But uh, that's, that's what happened, you know what I mean? But I ain't using it as an excuse like, oh, he only beat me because of this, you know. He, you know, I took the fight. He won, you know what I mean? We'll see what. here uh thanks for joining us man so early uh listen i think that the big narrative uh for the delorme fight was yo where where did that come from that was a different jamal it felt like and, and not in 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 its in its whole because we've seen you know 
displays of brilliance plenty of time, but you gave Delorme little to no chance to win that fight. You were aggressive when you needed to. You backed off when you needed to, which was a big thing to me. You showed maturity. You showed like you had a game plan. You showed adjustments. You showed the makings of a complete fighter, and you it felt like a coming-out party in a sense. Um, did, did you... I mean, talk us through the fight. Did you feel anything different? Was there something different on the line? Or, or, or just, you know, what do you think attributed to that performance? Well, you know, um, we just really had an extremely long camp. You know what I mean? That fight was really supposed to take place in April. And then we got hit with the, the corona stuff, with the COVID stuff. And it got pushed back. But I stayed training anyway. You know what I mean? I just stayed training because I knew they was going to reschedule it. And... I have been asking, you know, for a belt. I've been that's been my whole slogan, hashtag where's my belt. And we finally got that opportunity. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't taking it lightly, man. I knew this dude was a strong fighter, but we had twelve rounds to play with. Uh so I felt confident that I could take my time, figure him out a little bit more. And, you know, being in Cali and stuff like that, you ain't got no crowd or nothing, but it actually helped me to kind of hear my corner a little better mm. during the fight and really zone in on what I need to do, you know. Did that attribute to the adjustments? Exactly. They attributed to the adjustments because I could hear them a little bit clearer. And, and uh, you know, as we started working and the rounds progressed, I could just see that he was a lot more frustrated that I, th- that I thought I'd be able to make him. In. But when, once you see that, you know, if you're a good fighter, once you see you got somebody frustrated and you kind of broke him mentally, they pretty much won the game. You just got to make sure you don't get hit with no crazy, you know, toss up because it's boxing and you can still get hit with a, you know, with a Hail Mary punch or something like that. So you just got to still play it smart. But as long as you do that, you kind of got them once, they, once you took them out that game. Listen, you made a fun fight. Oh, go ahead, Doomy. You're on mute. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, Jamal? What's up, man? Hey, what's going great. on? Chilling, brother, man. Great performance, man. Like uh, uh, Mario was saying, man. Uh, speaking about the, uh, the you know, power, did you feel Thomas Dormer's pressure or power frustrating you at any time, or did you just, you know, keep cool and uh, uh, didn't feel too much, uh, uh, you know, obliged to join him in there and sit with him all the time in the pocket? Yeah, no, he's definitely strong. He didn't really frustrate me with it, but I knew that you know he was a strong dude. So if I was, you know, trying to mix it up with him too much. There was a possibility that I could get caught with something. So we just, you know, uh, we, we would mix it up a little bit, but I was I would go right back to boxing. I had to hide on him. Uh, you know, I even felt like I had the range on him, even though uh, the stats showed that, you know, he had the longer arms. And we just, you know, we just stuck to the game plan. Whatever my cornerman and stuff was telling me, I just kind of stuck to the game plan, man, and it just worked out beautifully. You mentioned too, man, that you you uh you know you 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 managed to stay in shape, you know, because things get rescheduled and all. Uh, I, I, we got cut off early in the uh, in the interview uh, when you were with Ness, but did how do how do you maintain in the gym? I mean, how hard things are kept? You know, are you safe? How's how's everything going with you and your family? Is everything okay? You know, how how's uh, life been through that whole you know with everybody passing through is this pandemic? Yeah, man. You know, it's definitely been different. You know what I mean? I've been blessed that most of my family is good. I, uh, you know, unfortunately lost my grandmother uh, while we were in training camp. But, uh, you know, I was able to at least. In training camp for the Thomas DeLorme fight? Yeah, man. Yeah. She passed away. 
Uh, but man, she's sorry she, to hear that. Sorry to hear you know, that, bro. That. Oh yeah, man. You know, it, it's it's part of life. She was kind of dealing with some. She was dealing with some issues to begin with. Um, I'm just, you know, grateful that I was able to, you know, at least see her uh, while she was kind of on her, you know, last breath a little bit and, you know, kind of be there to comfort her and stuff. And then, and then, you know, I had to go right back to camp, you know, and just kind of, just kind of tighten it up, you know, went for her. I had, I had uh, you know, rest in peace, Grandma Diane on my shorts and stuff. That's what that meant because my grandma. Oh, I remember that. seeing. Oh, man. Let, now let, that you say that. Let me ask you, uh, how was it dealing with that during camp? Because uh, history showed us that Daniel Jacobs suffered the same thing uh, on his first title fight for a WBA versus Dimitri Prague was knocked down. I don't think he was knocked out. He wasn't given the opportunity to get up when he attempted. They they waved it off. But in the post fight, you know, he said, my grandmother passed away. Then like three weeks later, he was diagnosed with cancer. So like, how was it for you, you know, having that on your mind and shoulders during camp, knowing that, you know, you're dealing, you're grieving, you're mourning? Well, you know, she was very supportive of me. Man, she was very supportive of me and my boxing. She was at my first pro fight, you know. She was a lady, you know, that kind of taught us that, you know, that there's a part of life type of deal, you know what I mean? And, you know, she was, it was one of those things that is something you deal with, but you don't sweat. And that, you know, uh, the things that she kind of taught me allowed me to be able to kind of really zone in and focus on my training because I know she would want me to win it. And I know she would want me to keep going, you know, and not let that mess up what I got going on. Um, obviously, you know, it, it it was different, you know, because when you're in between training and stuff and you're just laying in your room and stuff, you're thinking about, you know, times you had with her and, and this and that. But, you know, it, it, to me, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, it happens. It's part of life. You know, what can you really do about it now that, it, that it's happened? But, you know, more when you got the time to mourn and then, you know, continue to continue to grow. <laughs> Sorry, my cat was messing with my stuff. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Happens yo, to me too, man. Yo, yo, Shango, real quick from the people, man. Uh, Marlon So Icy Sim says 6, 12 Minnesota stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Soul yeah, that's my guy. I know, I know, Shango Marlon. Nation. That's what's up. That's love. I know, Marlon. What up, man? What up? <laughs> that's what's up. Yo, uh, so Jamal, let me ask you because, uh, you know, again, I felt like it was a coming out type of party. I felt like this Jamal James that we saw this version, uh, he matches up well with a lot of fighters. And and not just that, you you could make a fun fight with anybody, you know, that Jamal James. Right. So at this point, you know, Thomas DeLorme, you know, you beat him. Where do you think you fit in? I mean, Ugas has been kind of like the hardcore darling. You know, people have kind of like pumped him up a little bit, you know, because of how good he looked against Porter and things like that. And obviously Porter looked good against Spence. People want him to get his rematches. Keith's coming back, you know, Spence and Garcia against each other. Where do you fit? What do you want? You got Bud Crawford across the street, too. Seems like he can't get a PBC fight. You know, what do you think? I feel like I'm at new man on the block now. You know what I mean? I'm in the tier, Word. baby. You know, uh, I feel like I had already, you know, solidified it with previous fights, but this one definitely, I feel like solidified it for all, you know, haters or people that didn't want to say that I was ready. I feel like we made a statement 
being able to be Delorme like that and then just let people know he's ready for these top tier cats. And, you know, so they, everybody got their ones that they want to do, but I'm here now. So somebody going to have to deal with me. And right. you know, as long as the business is right, let's make it happen. You know, uh, like I've said before in another other interviews, man, boxing ain't no long term career path. You got to get it while you get it. So I'm going for the gusto and I'm ready to get in there with anybody. As long as the business is making sense, I don't care how big your name is, how hard you hit or, or whatever. Let's make it happen. So Word. Jamal, Listen, I want to make one real quick point. That Antonio DeMarco win looks so much better now after that <laughs> last fight with Giovanni. And there, that's what I was saying earlier. There's levels to this. Obviously, yeah. we know, you know how talented you are, but there are levels to this. You did what you did against Antonio DeMarco because you're at that level and you can do those things. But Antonio DeMarco, we clearly saw, is a guy that can, you know, he he's a great fighter still. You yeah. know, he did what he did against Giovanni. People thought he won that fight. So that that fight even looks better. So, you know, it's it's just you continue to uh accumulate this this uh you know momentum and it's obviously driving you forward. Sorry, Ness. I just wanted to point that out. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go a different route. You messed up. I don't even know what I was gonna say, but I am gonna My say bad. that <laughs> we we've been following you for a long time. I don't know if you remember uh, a reporter used to go to your gym uh, right before you signed to PBC. By his name was he was Dominican, Uli Martinez. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that cat. Yeah, yeah. Uli. So we were covering you. He was one of our guys, and then I, I think he moved somewhere else and had a kid, but. He would okay. go to the gym and get footage from you and interviews from you and uh, Caleb Truax back then because yeah. you guys worked at the same gym. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting name for the gym. Can you let everybody know? I, I it's on the tip of my tongue. But oh yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it's the Circle of Discipline, circle. man. It's a nonprofit Woo! organization. That's right. Called the Circle of Discipline. That's where I grew up at, man. I started down there when I was five years old. Started competing in amateur boxing at eight. And then I've been with them ever since. And now I still train out of there, but I also volunteer out of there. Uh, wow. We do a lot of mentoring with young men and women, you know, from inner city communities and low income communities. And we use boxing as a tool to instill that discipline and kind of capture, them, you know what I mean? And, and give them a better channel to get that, you know, aggressive energy they got off or frustrated energy they got off instead of getting caught up, you know, in that street stuff. And then from there, you know, we try to work with families and, and, you know, just try to do all sorts of stuff. We got different programs. If you go to the circle of it shows all our programs and got a bunch of pictures and stuff that we do. man. That's amazing, Listen, and man. if you don't know, Jamal has uh, an advocate for 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 civil. Rights. I mean, you've been doing your thing. The stance that you've taken, you know, and using your platform, you know, I, I've seen you. It hasn't gone unnoticed. Um, and, and we need that from our athletes, you know, from the from from our uh, fighters at the top level, but but just people with the platform. So uh, right. I definitely admire you for that for sure. Thank so, you, thank you. I feel like it runs with the history of boxing. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. No matter how how far you look back or going to the future, like, you know, everybody respects a fighter. You know what I mean? They respect, Word. even if they don't even watch boxing, they're like, oh, you buy, oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. You know, so if you can have, if Man, you're you're right. fighter, you know, if you're a big name fighter where, you know, you got that type of platform, I, it's, it's just my personal opinion. I'm not putting that on none of these other dudes. I know they got their own life and families and stuff they got to deal with, but it's just my personal opinion that you should use that to try to make some type of positive change or try to, you know, stand on, on whatever you feel strongly about, you know? Mm. 
So, uh, going back to the beginning, um, I, I, I'm like Mario, you know, uh, super taken back and impressed by your last performance. Uh, because we've been following you so long, uh, I feel like I've seen the evolution. And I want to say, for me as a fan, it felt like a bit of a roller coaster. Sometimes, you know, there were fights that I thought you were going to do better than you did. And then you kind of were like the welterweight Paul Williams where you didn't use your height and reach. But that mm. came all... I think it, I think you you found yourself, so to speak, if that doesn't make yes. any, like... Uh, if that doesn't, you know, disrespect you in any way, hopefully don't take offense to it. But, like, this was a complete performance. You didn't yes. give up your height. You did use your reach. You were the ring general. Uh, and, and that's not a question. I'm just talking here. I mean, you got so many names on this resume, right? Like, you don't have those, uh, let's say, top of the top, but so many common opponents, you know, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really impressed and excited to see what's coming next from you. I mean, guys like JoJo Dan, common opponent with Kell Brook. Urgas, you know, uh, Mario already mentioned, common opponent with... Uh, Sean Porter. You then you got Abel Ramos. Abel who's Ramos, fighting. who's fighting Ugas. Right. Not only that, but you fought the Dominican, who's fighting Boots Ennis. So like you are this guy oh, that's you. been in there with everyone and can tell us what exactly is going on with everyone. And and I mean I don't know, man. You you're, you're right on the cusp, man. Um, what would you like your? This is my question. What would you like your next three to be? Politics aside. You know, uh, you, uh, I guess, being the big fish, like Earl likes to call himself. If you could be that big fish, what would be uh, Jamal James' next three opponents? Uh, again, well, definitely Pacquiao. Again, any one of those big name dudes. A lot, as long as the business is right. You got Earl right there. You got Pacquiao up in there. You got uh, Danny. I know Earl and Danny getting ready to fight and stuff. But you got Danny, who's still a big name. Uh, you know, Thurman's still in there. I know something happened, I heard, with, with his stuff, but he's still a big name in the boxing thing. Uh, Sean Porter, Sean Porter's in there. You know, Ugas is in there. Any one of these cats, you know what I mean? As long as the business is right. Uh, uh, Terrence is up in there. Any one of these dudes, as long as, you know, uh, it's cool. My management says it's cool and we can make that business happen, then let's get it, baby. Let's get it. You know what I mean? I'm not ducking nobody. I ain't trying to be doing this for the next 10 years. I'm trying to get it in while I can fit it in. Word. You know, so see what's up. That's so, smart. What, which me, of those, though, do you think in. is... Go let ahead. Me, uh, so, uh, a name is more important than a title shot. Like, you're not going to sit back idle waiting for a, a, a title shot. You would take a, a, a key for a Sean in the interim. Well, title definitely would be better, you know what I mean? Uh, because the title, you know, solidifies that, okay, this is the cat right here, you know what I mean? He, you know, he got the belt, you know. Uh, uh, Thurman lost to Pacquiao, you know what I mean? So Pacquiao's that dude, you know, he got the, he took his belt, you know what I mean, or or, or won that belt. Um, So, you know, if I was to prefer something, it would be definitely somebody with a title. But again, you know, at the end of the day, uh, like I said before, it's a short-term lived career. So I feel like you can make a good money fight fighting one of those big name dudes. You know what I mean? So 
even if you ain't got the title and you a big name and it's a fight that the, the fans want to see and the people want to see, and I'm down for it. You mentioned pack it though. Let me, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, my bad. It's just that he mentioned okay. he mentioned Crawford, and you know, fight fans seem to think like no PBC fighter is gonna fight Crawford, or or right. isn't that's or the isn't, narrative isn't, that they're scared or, or that they're they, not that allowed. Money doesn't make sense, no, no, or they're no. not allowed. They're yes. not allowed. That Al won't let him. That Al doesn't see the business in sacrificing one of his welterweights to top ranking ESPN. So since you mentioned him, how realistic do you think that is for you to cross the street and fight the WBO champion in Terrence Crawford? With the narrative being that you're the guy who did it. Like, that's what the first guy from PBC that does it gets that kind of chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, uh, I don't know how realistic it would be. I want to say that, you know, it, it, it couldn't happen. But... Again, it's business and it's politics and business, just like y'all know. You know what I mean? Y'all been following boxing for a long, long time. And we got most of the bigger names over here under the PBC umbrella, unfortunately, or not unfortunately, fortunately. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so when you, when you get to a high level like this where you fight for, you know, big chips, it's like when you take a fight, the risk got to be worth the reward pretty much. That's how, you know, most of these cats is looking at it. Like, ain't none of these dudes heart in question to me. You know, when you get to this level, it's like you got heart to fight. Word. You know what I'm saying? You train nonstop. You know, you ain't scared of nobody. But it's like you trying to support your family. You trying to put on for people in your city. And you trying to, you know, get what you can before you bow out. If you're a smart fighter, because you're going to have to bow out pretty soon again. And you can't be, keep doing this, you know? So, it, it just, it, it's one of those things, you know what I mean? And Chant, I'm cutting the, you off and I'm getting, I, I'm not technically getting in your pockets. I just want your opinion. You you keep saying, if it makes sense, if it makes sense. Top rank sent Kell Brook a $1.5 million offer. He doesn't have a belt. He's not an interim. He hasn't even fought at welterweight in three years, unlike yourself. Is that a decent offer to fight the welterweight WBO champion? Considerably pound for pound, Terrence Crawford, in your opinion? Well, if you're asking me, I'm asking you. Know, you. I, ain't, I ain't made that bread yet, so to me it sounds good. But again, I don't know what Kel been getting. You know what I mean? Definitely. I ain't in his pocket. So it might sound good to, you know, cats that ain't hit that level yet. But to him, he might be like, bro, my last fight I made more than that, you know, or this and that. I don't know. Y'all might know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he made in his last fight or nothing. Y'all might know, but. Uh, if, if if the only way I could see it not making sense, if he if he hasn't been making bread like that and stuff like that, then it then it makes sense to me because you know the the risk is worth the reward, you know. But if it if he didn't take the fight, then that's that would be the only reason I would see why. You know what I mean? Because you got something bigger planned or, or bigger for the future coming up. But word, but I see that. for you for you you like. Oh, sign me up. Send that to me. You know, contact my people. Is that what you're saying? Because it sounds like you said, well, for me, I ain't never get that, so I would take it. Or did I yeah, interpret I, it wrong? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, again, I would talk to Al Heyman because of he course. might have, you know, these cats, you know, Al is a genius. He got he got future stuff lined up for a lot of Oh, we know he, that. He looks, yeah, out, definitely. He looks out for his fighters, man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I had got offers 
before my name was as big as this for, you know, when I was signed with him and he was, and I would hit him up like, yeah, so I got an offer, you know, uh, for this dude, you know, doing this. He was like, you know what? You about to be killing it. It don't make sense to me to do that. Boom, boom, boom. Even though, you know, when I first got the offer, I was like, okay, that's a nice little bag of chips. You know, you know, I might be able to use, but he like I'm telling you, just keep doing your thing. You're going to be making that type of stuff in a the night. They talking about trying to do this, this, and this. You're going to be making double that in a night. And I followed the script, and he was right. You know what mm. I mean? So I got a lot of faith in my and Al Beautiful. and his team. And, you know, is if if they come to us with an offer, Al, like, you know, you want to take that? Because that makes sense. And I'm going to be like, let's take it. You know what I mean? But if, but if you come to me like, I know it might sound like this, but you're going to be able to do this, this, and this with that, you know? I'm going to be like, all right, I trust you. Word. Because well, it's like you, you said, there's stable – there's welterweights in the stable. And and, and so, exactly. you know, I understand that. We all understand that for sure. It doesn't mean that you don't want the Crawford fight. It's just does other do other things make sense. So let's go to that and let's unpack that for a second. Then let's talk realistically because you said, okay, well, these are the three fighters I want. So within that or even outside of that scope, let's break down like who do you think makes the most sense then? And and look, I'll, I'll explain it like this. Like if you look at a Pacquiao fight, okay, well, what makes sense about that? You, he has a version of the WBA. You have a version of the WBA. But then I go to a guy like Keith Thurman. I'm like, ooh, to me, that fight makes pretty decent sense in that Keith is a guy who, you know, has suffered his uh, first loss with Pacquiao, lost his belt. He's on the come up. You're a guy who started with momentum. Good fight to me. I think the styles make sense. So that's a fight that works. And to me, it's realistic because it falls under the PBC and because you kind of need each other, not maybe equally, but close to that. Um, is that a fight that you think makes the most sense? And if not, what fight do you think makes the most sense um, out of those group core group core group of PBC guys? No, most definite. You know what I mean? Uh, that, that makes sense. If the yeah. If the business is so. right, if the, if the chips is right, that that <laughs> makes sense. Again, you know, the chips is right, that makes sense. I, that's I a fox, man. He's talking about a house or something, Jamal. Like that, but but that's that's real. You know what I mean? I be yelling out Pacquiao because I know that's that's definitely gonna bring a bag, and and he got the super WBA. But like you said, you know, uh, he lost to Pacquiao. He still got a huge name. Uh, Thurman does. Uh, the bread is right. We could definitely make that happen. Go ahead, man. What were you going to say? I was going to say, um, I want to ask you about uh, Earl Spence Jr.'s tweet. I know you don't, you know, stay so focused on social media the way that, you know, us uh, bloggers and podcasters do. We need to gather all this information. We, we follow all of you guys so that we could give it to our audience. And yesterday at 3.49 a.m., very early in the morning, um, Earl said exactly, uh, and I quote, I'm it at 147. No promoter control what I do. No, no promoter controls what I do or manage. And then he put like a sly face emoji and uh shake your hands emoji, which I interpret as, you know, um, he obviously runs his business and he and Al are on the same page. And that's why he put the little shaking hands emoji do you feel that earl spence i know you are not in his business and just because you're on that side of the street doesn't mean anything we just clearly want your opinion as an al Heyman welterweight do you feel that he is in the driver's seat of his own career making his own decisions 
the way kind of I'm interpreting this tweet, you could be interpreting it differently. Uh, you know, to be honest, I, I don't I have no idea what kind of control and what he does. So I don't know if I even feel comfortable kind of speaking on it. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how what type of relationship he has with Al, but I'm assuming it's a good one. You know, he signed with him or stuff. Um, he's been doing his thing. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's a huge name. Obviously, he got belts, you know. Um, so if he just needed to state that in the tweet, you know, then he stated it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know him like at all, so. If that's what he say, that's what he say, I guess. The reason I'm bringing Does it up. Does that narrative feel right, though, to you? Like, is that how you see it? Again, I don't see nothing when it comes <laughs> to, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, literally, I don't want to yeah, talk. Yeah. I don't want to talk. On, you know, I, don't I got see, you, yeah. I don't see, like, you know, I don't see when they're making deals for fights. I don't see them in there. Like, you know, I don't see what he's saying in there. I don't see what I was saying. I don't sure. see what the other people saying. I don't know, you know. I don't. I don't. But but Jamal, you know, based I'm not off, have to be like, oh, this motherfucker lie, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, like, nah, 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 nah. Listen, listen. Nah, that's, that's, what say, that's what he say. That's not what yeah. I'm looking for. But I'm saying, oh. like, on the outside looking in, based off his opponents, the way his career is going, like his first pay per view was successful with a big name. Then his next fight is with another big name again on pay per view. Now this fight, another big name again on. I mean, I could get why he feeling them. Himself. Like he does look like he's driving that car that is his career, so to speak. At the yeah, same man. time, he wants Pacquiao. Everybody wants Pacquiao. So you know what I mean? Like, is yeah. it shouldn't it be? Is it not Pacquiao? Like, you know, is it not? But like, you know, that's that's really I think where Ness was going with it. That's kind of how I see it Bro. too. How does it? To seem? me, the way I look at it, it's like Pacquiao is still at the top. Got you because know I mean? he still has that huge name. He's done fought the Mayweather's like, and he's still. You know, he just beat Thurman. You know what I mean? Agree. So, like, agree. he's still kind of at that top for welterweight. You know what I mean? Uh, you got everybody else, you know, I guess the fans can line them up how they want to line them up. Whether you say Earl is, is right there to be next in line with him. Whether you say uh, Sean Porter is there to be next in line. But everybody kind of was like, okay, Pacquiao still got that. He, I mean, he got a whole... He got a whole country behind him. You know what I'm saying? He's running the Philippines. You know what I mean? And he, and he said he only doing like two two more fights, and then he running for president and doing his thing. You know, this cat is a huge. You know, not only on the business side, but on you know a skill level too. You know, he still got skills in there. He still could fight. You know, he still is a huge draw. So I think most of them cats, you know, if they smart and they're not, you know, they hungry for that. They 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 yelling. Pat- Pacquiao's name. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's you know right. Jamal, that's do you got a... I'm sorry, Mario. No, no, go ahead, Ness. Do you have a turnaround date in your mind? Not that they told you, but like when you and your team said, look, man, we would like to get in there by X month. Like a range even, you know, from this point to this point. Uh, early next year, I believe, we'll probably be right back up in there. Early like January next- through March sometime? Think- yeah, January, March. I don't think we'll be. We'll, I don't think we're gonna be in there uh, for the rest of this year, which is you know, which is kudo, which is fine with me because you know there's a lot of things going on over here that that you know I'm still training, still focused on my boxing, but there's a lot of other stuff going on in my city and stuff that I'm trying to in my organization that I'm 
want to focus on a little bit, you know. And hold on, hold on. I'm I'm a little worried though, as a fan of you. You know, uh, man, you're six two, champ. If you're gonna take the rest of the year off, I'm. You know, can you maintain that 147 frame? Oh, baby, come on, man. I weighed in at uh, 45.8, man. I'm a I'm a freak of nature, man. Yeah, but you've been doing around. it. You've been I doing it from the beginning. Like 55 at the most, man. You know, oh, I like wow. metabolism. I got a really fast, thank God, because I can't stand being hungry. You know what I'm saying? I'm already <laughs> tall and skinny. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, nah, yeah, 47 is easy to make for me, man. Beautiful, beautiful. You're going to be there for the long haul? I feel so. You know, you know, once we get up there and we, God willing, we keep doing our thing, we get some bigger names and, and, and more belts, you know, if they talk about, you know, stepping up and fighting one of, you know, somebody at a higher level, we can older. definitely talk about it in the future, but I hold 47 so easy. Got it. Got that it. That is kind of like, that's kind of my lane, you know what Good I mean? to hear. That's good to hear. Go ahead, Doomy. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to ask uh, Jamal if you could just tell us a little bit more about his organization and, and the work that he's doing in the city. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would like to know about that. Yeah, man, you know, uh, stuff is still burnt up over here, man. There's a lot of rebuilding we got to do. Uh, you know, the circle where I train and stuff, you know, is still closed. So we're talking about reopening that, but we got to do it extremely careful and correctly because we work with a lot of young men and women as well as uh, elders because the gym is open. Anybody want to come, but we don't want to get nobody sick, you know, so we're figuring that out. We got a camp up north where I go to train when I got these big fights and we're, you know, kind of rebuilding or not rebuilding, but like uh, remodeling it a little bit so we can so we're able to bring a little bit more spawn partners or people up in there to stay and live because we stay right there in the camp, in the training facility. So we're doing that, you know, and on top of that, you know, just personal stuff. You know, I got engaged. We got to, you know, I got a, a way right. to go ahead and get get in there with, you know, and lock that in. And uh, um, so I think uh, obviously if they call, I, I'm still training. You know, I still got to stay in shape. You know, I just tone it down, obviously, so I ain't got to be killing myself every day, but I stay in shape. So if they do hit me up, talking about, you know, maybe one more, you know, before the year end, you know, we can definitely talk about it. And I'm not turning it away type of deal, but uh, I think early next year would make the most sense just for my life, you know, and, and other things I got going on outside of boxing, still related, but kind of outside of boxing, you know what I mean? You know, but I admire that so much for you to use your time like that and your platforms. Just super you. congratulations on the engagement. Right. Yes. Ed, congratulations. Yeah. Yo, don't, <laughs> just don't just don't turn into Thurman. You know the the the, the, nah, inter nah, nah. the internet <laughs> the internet got <laughs> mad at like Thurman. That. Boy, Thurman <laughs> announced his engagement. Everybody got mad because we ain't seen him in two years, man. Nah, I've been with this lady for years, man. We already, you know, we've been. Since my last at least five, six fights, you know, we've been together. So this is just, you know, kind of making it official. But it ain't That's like tough. it ain't like I travel somewhere, mess some chick like, oh, guess what, guys? You know, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> this is what it is. And then come back like, oh, damn, hey, you know, the man caught in the sauce. He ain't taking no, you know, I don't know. What was, again, I don't know him like that. So let me. Yo, let I'm me ask you, man. I don't know if it's just me because I feel like y'all favor each other and it might just be the hair, but have you ever envisioned that fight with you and Thurman because of that? Because it's like, he got the long hair, he talks brash, he's a welterweight. 
the braids. I don't know. Long hair. Nah, that's just you, I think. Is it just nah, me? I'm to go never here. thought of that. All, all the long hair cats got to fight to see if you keep their hair. Huh? <laughs> Loser got to shave the head in the ring. Uh, no. <laughs> no, nah, man. I ain't that thought about that. You know, I envision fighting cat because he got that name. You know, yeah. he's nice. No, but not because of no hairs. So let me ask you, you said yeah. if they call you, you'll think about coming back. Obviously, it's going to depend on the financial, you know, sense of it. But um, would you look backwards if they offered you names that you perceive are behind you, like a Josecito Lopez? Would you still consider that because he fought Thurman and that's kind of where you want to go the Thurman route? Uh, a Jerron Ennis who's kind of behind you and needs your name, you fall all the guys that he hasn't fought, or are you only looking at the top five and above now because, you know, that's who is basically running the, the, the division? So, you know, again, you know, if the, if, the, if the risk is worth the reward, you know what I mean? If the bread makes sense and they like, you know, you can do this, boom. And I'm like, ah, you know, all right, you know, maybe, Damn, you know what I mean? So I, I ain't ducking from real. nobody. I ain't ducking from nobody. Uh, but it makes more sense to me and where I'm trying to go in my career to only look at the top, you know, like them, them guys is looking at me because they want my spot so they can surpass me and get to the top. Definitely. Definitely. I'm looking at the cats at the top because I'm trying to take their spot, you know, and, and, and get to the, to the top. You know, that's how the... That's how the pyramid works, you know what I mean? So, but I love the way that See, you I answered agree. it, though. If they shoot, if they send you the right offer for boots or Josecito, you'll jump. On. I love, yo, you yeah, a dog, man. Listen, that's and that's where I think really it goes to next. Like boots to me doesn't make a lot of sense for you, right? Oh but a guy like Virgil Ortiz, who in in theory doesn't make a lot of sense, he would be looking behind. You know, you've done more than Virgil's done to this point. That said, though, he's got a Mexican following. You beat a guy right. like that. There's a ton of clout's, clout's a bad word, but like you know that residual that you get from that fandom. You know everybody knows you now. You beat uh, Virgil's fans see you as a you know uh, as a guy now. They recognize you as a as a top fighter. Um, would a fight like that interest you again? If the money is right, like based on the fact that I guess you look at it too. Like the money, and then you got the clout. I put it like this. If the money's right, then whatever fight will interest me. It doesn't matter how. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I trust, again, though, like, for the long run, too. You know what I mean? Like, I trust my manager. I trust Al Heyman. So, he like, if he like, you know, even though it seemed nice now, like, if you do this over here and this, then you're going to be way up here. I trust him on that. So, like. Not, I don't like, you know, I'm not just going for the diamond shining in front of my face, dangling from my face. I want to look at the overall picture on certain things. But if it makes if it makes sense all around, then let's make it happen. I'm not scared and I'm not trying to duck or dodge nobody. I'm just it's a business. You know what I mean? This is a business. So you gotta take care of the business first before you just be trying to jump in there at this level before you just trying to jump in there with anybody just to be fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and you know, it, I appreciate you saying what you're saying too, because like a lot of times like we never hear 
your version of the story, like, or, or, or fighters, like you say, oh, well, Al did this for me. He 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 told me, don't take this bag, and, and, and it worked out really well. Like, so many people go to the uh, Peter Quillen, right? That yeah. story, like, yo, they were offering him X amount to fight Korbrov at HBO and this and this, and it's like, yo, he turned it down. He's a duck. Like, Al made a terrible move. Like, the, you always hear that story, right? But how many more times has Al said, yo, turn that, you know, let's not go for that. Oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's a really good upside. Oh, that's pay-per-view, right. but we got plans, and that plan yeah. worked out, and it ended up making more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that you're um, telling Putting us the way you're light. telling. And yeah, and you don't have to be specific about any yeah. one deal or any. You know, but the facts right. are that it does happen, and I know it happens. You know, my, yeah, the yeah. co-hosts know it happens, but uh, a lot of yeah, yeah, don't. This, again, this is business. You know what I mean? So sometimes right. making cats wait for them bigger fights means it's going to be better business. You know what I mean? Like, cats want to see this fight right now so bad. Nah, nah, nah. You know? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Beat this dude. He going to beat this dude. He going to beat this dude. Then it's like a super fight. You know, now y'all fight. Now y'all would have been, after that fight ends, both y'all are going to be in a way better position financially and even in your career than you would have if you would have took it right away. You know, because that would have been a nice little bag, but it wouldn't have been as nice as this bag up here, you know, uh, when you waited to get it like that. You know, it's chess. You know what I mean? So you got to play it correct. So, so Jamal, what's the, uh, I guess, the, the history behind Shango? Because I'm pretty sure many get it confused with the Django, right? Like, <laughs> I always thought right. of Papa Shango. It's the, the God of Thunder, Jeff. That's right. That's right. Is so it? I actually got the name from my grandfather, who's from Trinidad and Tobago. And when he moved up to the Midwest, Minnesota, he started a Calypso band uh, called Shangoya. And, you know, originally, you know, he had passed away some years back. So just to kind of keep that name alive and, you know, connected to that kind of history, I took the name Shango. And then I look, you know, because I also looked up where where he got Shangoya from and he got it from Shango. And Shango is the African god of lightning, thunder, fire, dance, and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Almost like an African Thor. And um, it to me, it just fit perfect with what I try to bring when I step into the ring. And it's different. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, not to knock anybody else's names or nothing, but, you know, a lot of cats got the baby face assassin or they got the, you know, the knockout kid or the, you know, something like that. Like Shango is a different... It's more unique, you know, and I'm glad I chose it because almost every interview I do, they're like, where you get that name? Where you get that name? You know what I mean? So um, I, it really resonated with me personally and just all around of what it meant and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Word. So that's where I got that name from. We got and a few questions from the people. I don't know if you got any more time before we let you go. We do want to get to them, uh, but they're all respectful believers. We won't let anything slip by. <laughs> All right. Victor Banuelos uh, says Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Crawford. Who wins and how, champ? Oh, that'd be a good fight. You know, I think Canelo would probably be. Uh, I think he gonna have the power for Terrence. Terrence is slick, you know, but Canelo is actually pretty slick himself, man. I think he he's a different kind of slick. Uh, you know, I guess I would lean slightly more towards Canelo. I would have to say not to not to you know say that Terrence couldn't win, but I'm me personally just leaning a little bit more towards Canelo. Yeah, no, I think uh, nobody would blame me for that. Uh, James Valdez in San Antonio up next says, first of all, thanks George. for coming on. What George Foster? You skipped. Do you think uh, Ugas has the oh. ability 
to beat a welterweight champion. That's George Foster in the UK. Does Ugas have the ability to beat a welterweight champion? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, these cats, you know, they all got ability. You know, at this level, come down to willpower, really. You know, y'all got skills. It comes down to will. comes down to who's going to be able to maintain their game plan the best, you know, and, and bring something that the other guy couldn't see, you know, or be prepared for. But they all these cats, you know, I, I, yeah, he got he got the ability to beat one of them cats. Yeah. Next one's coming in from who? James Valdez. Oh, okay. See, Ness, it, it like look at the picture I sent you. It's all weird on my end. Okay, I just want to make sure James was next. Okay, James from uh, James Valdez from San Antonio says, first of all, thanks for coming on the show with us boxing fans. Man, your last fight was great. You put on a superb performance. Salute to you, champ. My question is, do you care for the rematch with Ugas, or have you moved on from that one loss? You kind of answered that a little bit, but maybe if you want to elaborate just a bit. Yeah, you know, I'm down. I'm down for a rematch. Uh, I, like I said, like I continue to say, you know, just got to make some business sense. But I'm definitely down for a rematch. Um, there's no animosity between that L. Like I said, I took that as a good lesson, you know, and it taught me and it uh, allowed me to mature my career and grow. And now I know how to, you know, approach every fight. You can't be thinking you got the juice just because you've been on a winning streak and stuff like that. You got to make sure you fully prepared. Um, but Ugas is a great fighter. He, you know, ever since he beat me, he's been doing his thing. Uh, so yeah, if it makes sense, I'm, I'm down for a rematch for sure. All right. Next was coming in from Bo from Bama. He says, you've been working with Mr. Heyman for a while now. Have you ever talked to Al Heyman? <laughs> he's yeah, a, he's okay. mythical. So, well, I guess that's real. He do be, you know, no, I talked to him. Yeah. I talked to him, man. He's super smooth, man. Super smooth dude. Er. Very, you know. Just very clear cut, you know, just kind of lay stuff down on the line, his thoughts and opinions, but also was like, you know, but you the fighter type of dude. So, you know, it, only if you and your crew want to do something, you know, he's 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 dope. He's dope. I ain't got no complaints from him or his team, you know. Shout out uh, uh, to Brad and them, too, who kind of works under him. They be making a lot of – there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes making these bouts happen, man, and it takes a lot of work. So shout out to all those those cats that are doing that. Word. I gotta look after my investment. <laughs> <laughs> Next was coming in from Mr. Ardor. He says, Thanks for coming on the show, champ. You've been at welterweight your entire career. Do you plan to finish your career at welterweight or move up and go after a title at 154? We'll definitely see. Like I said, you know, I'm it's very easy for me to hold welterweight. Um but if my metabolism does slow down and I'm at a place where I can get, you know, a nice little bag taking a fight at 54, then I'm not, you know, scared of like taking a fight at 54 if that's, you know, the thing. Uh, but just right now, you know, this is my lane. It's still easy for me to make 47. So, you know, I guess we'll see in the future. Stupendous. Next was coming in from Lewis. He says, would you take a fight with Rashidi Ellis, or you think he is too fast for you? He was going to fight the Lormit, but he had the shoulder problem. Uh, again, I would take a fight with anybody as long as the business is right, baby. Woo! Let's go, champ. You feel me? All right. Next one's coming in from Jeff Gorley, and I think Jeff is from Nova Scotia. 
He says, you gained a new fan in your last fight. Great fight. I uh, scored it. <laughs> yeah. He says he scored it at 116-112 in favor of you. Would you accept the fight with 18-0, 12 KOs, number five ranked in the IBF, Custio Clayton? Again, if the business is right, <laughs> I can fight with anybody. You know what I mean? Ha- have you heard of him, though? Have you heard of <laughs> him? You know, to be honest, I, I, I haven't. I haven't heard of him, but... There, I mean, there's a lot of cats coming up that is nice that, you know, they just got to get a little bit more. They just got to, you know, uh, uh, put in a little bit more work, I guess, to and, and get a little bit more publicity that that will probably be, you know, great champions in the next few years or something like that. Um, so I'm not knocking out of those guys and I'm not saying they whack because I haven't heard of them. I just, you know, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the top just like they looking at the top. So that's what it is. Definitely. And just uh, for context, for any casual listeners, uh, he's not supposed to know him. There's 2,219 2, <laughs> registered welterweights. Jeez. Right. <laughs> That's one of the biggest, it's one of the biggest yeah. weight classes. I'm not trying to, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's bigger than the heavyweight buddy. division. Yeah. It's way deeper than yeah. the heavyweight division in terms of yeah. active fighters and even, you know, in terms of like top level, right? Like, well, actually, I guess... Yeah. I guess welterweight and heavyweight, probably your top 10 are pretty even there. You guys got a lot of good names in that top 10. Uh, any more or is that it? I think there's one more because you guys. Yes, oh, George, well, there's, one, George. there's one from two Georges. No, uh, the last George. The, the last George is Fort Worth. That's the last question. All right. You got George from Dallas Fort with Jamal. He says, many people consider Virgil Ortiz a future star. Would you consider fighting Virgil Ortiz in Texas? If the money's right. Let's go, Jeff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, I would, I would rather have it somewhere neutral, though, just to, just to, you know, so if it's a close fight or something, you know, sometimes you could, if you're fighting in the Cavs' hometown, you know, for the level I'm at, I would rather have it be in a, in a neutral round. But again, like, like my man said, if the money is right, you want Texas for that? All right, let me holler at my manager. Let me see what we talk about. You know. Let's go, champ. You feel me? That's what's up, though, man. I love the It <laughs> must be nice to have that kind of confidence, you know what I mean? To know, like, yo, that man's got my back. Like, I trust. Not just oh, man. the smarts, to be able to trust. You know what as I mean? As a fighter, a what people. You know what, Mary? Great point. And Jamal, as a fighter, what 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 type of peace does that bring, you know, to a fighter? Great you know, question. I know, I know, I know yeah. you've come a long way, but to finally get there to where you just can concentrate on fighting and not have to worry about a knife in your back, like huge, it's, it's huge, bro. Because as y'all know, man, the fight game can be very cutthroat, man. Filthy. You know, there's a lot of palms that can be. <laughs> a lot of palms get greased under the table, man. Unfortunately, a lot of cats never get the opportunities they want because they get pushed too hard at first, and they probably could have been great world champions if they had the right managers behind them or had the right people, you know, not, you know, slashing their checks up every seven ways to divvy out and, and put in their own pockets, man. Like, so being able to have a, a genius in there like, like Al Heyman and his team who were very clear-cut with you, very respectful, Give, are able to give you the opportunities where you can get your name out there, where you can get seen on TV and build your fan base. And you ain't got to, you know, be sitting there worried about it. You know, it's huge. It's huge. It, de- it definitely does. You know, definitely takes a lot of stress 
off of a fighter. And like you said, where I could just, you know, and I got my family, you know, who coaches me. My father coaches me. My brother's in the corner as well. So I feel extremely protected and safe, you know, because a lot of fighters got fighters' hearts and fighter mentalities. And that, and what I mean by that is, like, when they get in there to fight, they'd rather die on their shield than to be quit. You know what I mean? But that can be bad sometimes because if you're just really taking shots, uh, a lot of times you don't realize the damage is doing to you until the next day when that adrenaline wears off. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, man, man this cat, you know what I mean? And you really feel it and it can really do damage to cats where if you got people in your corner that you know you can trust, I, I know that if I was... You know, God forbid I was in a tough fight like that and I'm fighting my heart out, but I'm, you know, taking shots. I'm not going to be the one to quit. Like, in my mind, you got to knock me out. You know, if you're going to beat me, you got to knock me out. Where I know my corner, if they thought I was taking too much damage, they would just call the fight. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not afraid to fight nobody and have that confidence because I'm not afraid to to, to take a risk. You know, I'm not afraid of, of losing and I don't go in there on the so focused just to win. My main focus every time I get in that ring is to perform to the best of my capability, listen to my corner 100 percent if possible, and, and make sure that I leave everything in that ring. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, when you fight like that, 99.9 times you're gonna take you're gonna go home with a victory anyway. But even if you did take an L after that, at least the fight fans seeing how hard you went in. And they'll still want to see you take them, you know, see you fight again if you went in there hard like that. And, you know, it's just been working for me to do it like that. That's why I'm like, that's why I say if the business is right, I ain't scared to get in there with nobody because I ain't scared of no loss. You know what I mean? I'm just I just want to get it in. I want to give I want to get, you know, a nice secure bag for me and my family. And I want to get these fight fans the show that they deserve to keep, you know, boxing the big sport. Jamal, man, that's all our questions. We want to thank you for your time. We we do want to ask you before you go, uh, I guess it's a two-parter, right? Like, who do you think is holding up the Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford fight? Is it Earl? Is it Crawford? Who's holding it up? You know, I yeah, you know, I just don't know, man. I don't know. I think I don't think it's Earl. I don't think it's Terrence Crawford either. I think they just, you know, I don't know what uh I know I know how Heyman looks after his fighters, and I know what he wants for his fighters. I'll put it like that. I don't know Bob Arum or none of them, and I'm not, you know, knocking none of them, but I don't know what's going on with that. I think it might just be an issue like that, you know what I mean, where, where uh, or, you know, they just, each fighter might want a better want a better business, you know, or something like that. So who that's wins? That's the, that's the biggest question. The million dollar question. Who wins? Who's better? Because, you know, you got the, the world split. Everyone thinks Bud is pound for pound, but then they call, you know, Earl the big fish. So, so who's, who's going to be on top in that fight, in your opinion? Uh, man, it'll be a good fight, baby. I don't know. I don't know. It'd I was hoping, you know, I was fight. hoping, I was hoping you came in with that confidence, like, man, Shane go on top of both of them. I mean, you know, come on. Oh Shane. yeah, if I'm in there, you know what's up. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying, if I'm in there, I guess, yeah, you're right. Let me take your ass, baby. Forgive me. Forgive me. I can't believe I let that slide. Nah, man. Listen, champ, I want to thank you, man. I, I didn't have uh, my coffee yet. You try to sneak me, bro. Nah, nah, it's all good. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on so early. <laughs> <laughs>
I want to thank you for coming on so early, man. We appreciate it. I know you're on Central Time over there, so you really uh, showed the fans some uh, some love by coming on, answering their questions, answering ours. We appreciate it. Any social media, please give it out for anybody yeah, crazy yeah, enough yeah, not yeah, to please. be following you. Perfect. Please follow me on, uh, at Shango Nation on, on all of the social media sites, Facebook, IG, uh, uh, the TikTok, the Twitters, all that good stuff, Shango Nation. And you can go to ShangoNation.com. I'm currently kind of <clears throat> revitalizing my website, but I'll put all the up-and-coming info, and I'm getting ready to get some more hats and, and hoodies done up. So if anybody wants some merch, it'll be on there. Um, you know, and please check out circleofdiscipline.org too, you know, if you want to get involved or you just want to figure out a way you could donate to help, you know, that cause out is, is, uh, very well appreciated. Um, and I want to thank all y'all supporters out there, my other fans, all the supporters. Thank you guys for having me, man. And keeping, you know, this tradition, uh, traditional sport of boxing alive and thriving. Well, thank you, champ, right. man. Can't nice, wait to brother. get you back thank on. You, Obviously, uh, wishing you nothing but the best. And uh, see you next time. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thank you, y'all, man. Y'all have right. a blessed one. There you have Cheers it, ladies too. and gentlemen. Interim champion in the WBA sanctioning rankings, Jamal Shango James. So, uh, back to the topic at hand. I guess uh, final thoughts are, um, look, uh, I-, I said it many, many months ago, or, or as the movies say, many, many moons ago. Um, Earl is in control, and he is, like CYP said, um, securing the bag, right? Like, he's going to get all the fights on his side because on his side, those fights are financially financially lucrative. He's been on three pay-per-views in a row. Uh, I, I, I don't understand anyone telling him not to follow uh, whatever advice he's getting when he's positioned himself without having to be undisputed, without having the ESPN machine behind him to be the number one welterweight. He is the big fish. You can't be the big fish because your fans think you're better if you aren't drawing, if you aren't a pay-per-view star, if the world doesn't think that you're the number one welterweight, and let alone if the world thinks that there is another welterweight out there. So, you know, uh, neither one of them truly have stake or claim at the number one. Do they have arguments? Yeah, of course. You know, Crawford was undisputed, moved up, and became a champion, and is perceived to be avoided. You know, Earl has the same argument. He's been at welterweight, steamrolling all the top names, and doing it in, you know, impressive fashion on pay-per-view. You know, following in the footsteps of a Floyd Mayweather, not even Floyd, did three consecutive pay-per-views when he first started. He took a fight, with, I believe, with Sean Bay Mitchell or someone in between one of his pay-per-views after the Gotti. Like, after Gotti pay-per-view, he didn't go straight on pay-per-view the way that Earl did uh, versus, you know, Sean, let alone now, again, straight into another pay-per-view with Pacquiao. Like, we're, I mean, excuse me, with Danny, we're seeing something new here with Earl and from Al in PBC. Uh... If you go to Oscar, right, Supermax is out there, and, 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 and Mario, I think you're a big fan of Oscar. You know, even he had guys like Stevie Forbes in between. It wasn't pay-per-view. I don't remember, I don't remember the dude that he robbed. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, the, the European dude that everybody thought he lost to. He robbed. <laughs> remember? 
I don't remember that being pay per view. Oh, it was uh, Felix Sturm. Felix Sturm. I don't remember Damn. that being. I think I could it be wrong. Was pay per view. I could be if wrong. If I'm thinking about it right now, I think it was pay per view. I, be- I believe that fight was in Germany, bro. I could be I wrong. I don't I'm Google it, man. I don't think you're wrong about that. I don't know if it was Germany. Let me check. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to stop. stop saying I think because yeah. now I know it was in Germany. It was? Because I looked it up. It was. Okay. And it was HBO nasty. pay-per-view, which I thought it was. It, it already. You already found that? So, I'm sorry. I, you cut off. You already found the answer to the pay-per-view too? Yes. Yeah. It was HBO pay-per-view. Oh, no. It the says US. Felix Sturm took place in Vegas, Mario. Oh, my bad. The media company was in Germany. You I'm sorry. I was looking at the media. It said Germany. Yeah, you're right. MGM Grand Las Vegas. Say, I'm how tripping. How the hell Oscar get him in, 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 in his own country? But anyway, uh, those are my yeah. final oh, thoughts. No, no, no. If you guys got any, you can get to that Yo, and then we'll take it out. Real, real quick, let me just let you know that li- listen to this, uh, the, the undercard they had. Jose Luis Castillo fought Juan Lascano. Who, if you remember him, he's been in the ring with a couple guys. Bernard Hopkins fought Robert Allen. Not a terrible fight. Uh, I don't know. Kingsley Aikiki fought Alfredo Cuevas. And then Rambuck fought Ray Nar. Ray Nar was undefeated. Both of them were actually undefeated at the time. Mm. But Ray Nar is no longer undefeated. Super Chatties coming in hardcore. We got... Uh, KD in uh, the Dominican Republic says, who's the duck duck emoji now? Question mark, question mark. Out of Spence's own mouth, interpreting that Spence tweet, hashtag don't want that tea bud smoke emoji, laughing my ass off and laughing my ass off emoji. Um, Then we got sarcastic sarcasm says, uh, nope, that was yesterday's. Uh, KD... And DR again says, uh, Crawford haters, you should have seen, and he put the looking emoji, it coming after T-Bud said, let's bet Spence said he'll bet 100000 on himself. And T-Bud said, let's bet a million when he confronted Spence face to face. Two laughing my butt off emojis. And then KD and DR comes back again and says, why is Spence with the <gasps> shocked emoji face scared of the little man pound for pound numero uno in Crawford, y'all? Ain't Spence a big boy? What happened to strap season? Is T-Bud the exemption trying to fight T-Bud when he's 38 or 40? Old man emoji question mark laughing my ass off laughing my ass off emoji. Hey, what happened? Carl Brown says, yo, Spence can say that because he's been giving us 50-50 fights, unlike Crawfish. Real talk. That, that's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> Marlon, so icy. Sims Pro Boxer says, 612 Minnesota stand up. Hashtag so icy. And hashtag Shango Nation. We got another one from Big... Supermex in Plainview, Texas, the mastermind. He says, we all know. We all know he's taking shots at Bud about Bob. 
But it's cool. They're going to twist it up. But watch how the bud tenders who've been MIA magically reappear today. We got... No Edgy Dallas, or do you have one before that? Nah, No Edgy Dallas. No oh, I, thought it said, I literally thought it said Nalgas. I swear. <laughs> hey, I, yo, how you take a five-letter word and make it into this one? This is like bro, eight, I, it, it just flashed through, and I was like, oh, somebody's Nalgas. Yeah, this, this, is, this is where Mario is this morning. He's in Nalga land. I'm in Nalga land, bro. He's thinking about Nalgas and shit. <laughs> Pause, bro. Yo, Pause. Cheeks this morning. He must have seen one of the videos this morning. Was what you was looking B- at, Chip? BET Uncut. <laughs> Tip drill. Yo, so no, no edgy Dallas says uh, Spence coming back to fight Danny after being thrown out the car going 100 miles per hour. Bud still has not fought anyone close to Danny's caliber. Oh, you see what he did that? He said caliber like a car. Oh, I was clean. I thought he was talking more about, you know, pistola. But it's it all- was a double entendre. Damn, with your English major words. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that, yeah. No, we got another one, right? Did you refresh? It was one more came in, or did you get that? Uh, I don't got anything else after Noel. Noel. That ain't Noel. No, no, we. No, it ain't we Noel G. without a G. I mean, without an L, but I. I said I, no, we. No, we G. That's his name. No, we G. No, we G in the place to be. What you trying to say? All right, we going out to the callers. Oh wait, we but did before, just get one more. Go ahead. It is Mr. Jared Lloyd Jared. on the morning. Never letting us down. Jared Lloyd says, "I hear that Bud will be entering the ring in a garbage truck in his next bout. Bum Lord Crawford, aka the Trash Wizard, is putting a spell on you tenders." The Nebraskan hillbilly plays you tenders like he plays his banjo. Trash wizard. That's hilarious, bro. Uh, yo, mister. <laughs> Call him a trash wizard. Trash wizard. That is hilarious. Bro. I didn't like, roll over and have them tickle my tummy. I love that term. It's a beautiful term. It's just funny because it's like you don't really have to think about it. It just sounds hilarious. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, that was a good one, Intrigue. I mean, uh, Jared Lloyd. Oh, the double <laughs> up, the double up burner. <laughs> the burner account from uh, Intrigue. So we're gonna go out to the callers. Uh, you know the number to call in is one. Four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one. One time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Outline. Don't forget you could also add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. Um, yeah, I wonder if Brandon calls in. He's been missing ever since the bad Bud shows. This is a good Bud show, Brandon. It's a good Bud show here. You know what I mean? Maybe. I seen Brandon. He he's been here. What are you talking about? Yeah, been in the chat, not on the call. Bro, why are you trying to play my man scary. out? He's so you scary, hear him? Scary. You hear him? He's trying to get his guy elected as car of the year by bashing my guy. Yo, scary, you just a regular scary. politician. Scary Sherry. How could you be call of the year if you're avoiding your topics? Like because he's smart enough to know 
they win, can't win to get it in. He's smart enough win. to know he can't win. With, with, well, guess with, what? With that makes him undefeated. You take every fight you could take, and that's why you like 50% on mm-hmm. debates. Listen, you, him, you know how strong he is. You heard what Canelo said. I'm 50 percent because I'm going in there with 50 50 fights. Unlike some people that we might be talking about. 50. Bro, you 50. ain't ready for Brandon. You ain't ready for Brandon. I mean, I'm here. He ain't never here. So you know, I guess you know how the rest of that verse goes. I said that we're the A side. <laughs> we're the A side. These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All right, ladies and gentlemen who are just tuning in or who were too busy uh, arguing in the chat, we are discussing (laughs) Earl Spence stopping the Crawford fight. And I quote, I'm it at 147. No promoter controls what I do or manage. Or manage. No, he put manager. Our manager, I mean. That's and then he put the sly emoji like, psh, like, psh. and then the shake of hands like, yo, me and Al, we agree. We partners. He ain't my boss. I ain't his boss. That's why the shake of hands. That's my interpretation. Now I want to hear yours. You I don't understand? think that's a sly face emoji, though. That's like the, oh, man, did I do that shit? That's what? like the Urkel emoji. Nah, you crazy? He like, it's like almost Bro. rock with the eyebrow up, but you on mute, dog. Over there with your little sly faces. Great. Nah, I'm thinking just what Ness said. It's a sly. It's that that face tells me, yo, I'm chilling. Yeah. You know. You know. What I it see is. it, and the you know both of y'all make the face well, and it makes sense. I just feel like, even if it's a, it is completely out of context. I mean, just look at the face. He's like, damn, I fucked that up, didn't I? So we're become a hieroglyph. Yo, decipher- yo, right where now. where does this? Somebody gotta get this dude's Texas. Uh, you know, residency revoke. How does he see in that face? I fucked this up. Uh, there you I'm go. Just, He's I'm pandering. Not, I said it's out of context. You're pandering. You're looking for J Mac no, to call in no, and be not. happy with you. Oh, why Come you on. always go there? That's not at all. I'm so, telling how you the, hell the way is the that emoji looks. I just said it's out of context. I just said that's the way. Look, you want to blame somebody? Blame the developers of the app that you use for the emojis. Bruh. Not me. Bruh. Blog talk, man. We going out to the callers. You already know. I want to thank everybody that blessed us with the super chat. You know shit about boxing. We still love you. Yo, who's up first? Buenos dias. Uh-oh. The mastermind. Hailing from Plainview, Texas. Hey, in guys. the Board of Wars heavyweight division. What's up? Just real quick. What do you guys... I'm I'm trying to get what that face emoji means, right? What do you guys hear? Smirky face. What? Say it again. Smirky face. Smirky face? Yes! That's smirky face. I was right. So he's smirking. We were right. Uh, y'all were right. Yo, y'all look, were at, right. look at Tax's text. Uh, or Tax Tack. What the hell? He said Ness twisted the... So call in and tell me why you interpret it. What the hell? What I twist? Let's go, Tax. It's Tax Tax. Let's right. go, Tax. Let's go, Tax. You got him. Twist tax, what, come man? get him, Chip. Y'all terrible. Come collect your tax. You know what it is? Yo, you know I'm what it is? Your corner. P- 
people Colin. don't want to be wrong. Like I'm literally interpreting it in favor of bud tenders, but they're so like they're so in their feelings. Their pampers still wet that they're like, no, Ness, look at you twisting his work, dog. This works in your favor, okay? Like you're not supposed to argue with me today if you're a bud tender. Oh, I knew that. I, I'm saying I, the, I'm just saying that the emoji looks like crap. That was my point. But you're right. It, you are making that point in favor of Bud. Like I, I can't see any other way how to interpret this tweet. But okay, whatever. No, I, I think you di- You nailed it. You nailed it. No, I'm you the hater. It. I'm the hater. I'm the hater. Whatever. It is what it is. All you good. were hating me a second it's ago. All but good. yeah, it's all good. You know why? Why? Yo. Yo, Mario was supposed to send this verse via GarageBand, but he ducked stainless. Shout out uh, to you, I, I didn't finish it in time for the show. I got GarageBand. Yeah, Mario ducked in the verse. I got it's. It'll be done today for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I only need 10 minutes to write for cash. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who really the boss? Uh, One well, I ain't going to take a loss. Yo, and I put that on. Chill, 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 chill. That was your your morning, your morning get up. Mario still ain't handled blog talk. We going out to the mastermind. I'm looking. He lying, mastermind. David. He lying, mastermind in Plainview, Texas. Boxingwiz.com. Yo, what up, fellas? First things first, how am I sounding? You good. Like a champ. All right. He got his he got make his mic quick, with him man. on the truck. <laughs> Let's make this quick, man. Uh, plain and simple. Plain and simple, they're going to twist his words, man. Look, you know, just like they did when, uh, you know, uh, Errol talked about it's the easier route to make the fights, make are easier to make with Porter and Danny, which they've proven to be. Um, Kel Brooks complaining about the money Bob's offering. He ain't Al Heyman fighter, but it's cool, man. They twisting the words. My boy's gonna do another three to four hundred on pay per view, but on regular ESPN, they sell fourteen thousand. We sell forty thousand. It is what it is. Y'all know they're gonna twist their words. That's fine. It's all good. Uh, we still waiting on Bud to fight somebody with a pulse. So interpret it how you want. The numbers are there. Men lie, women lie. Numbers don't lie. The pay per view draw. Outside of Pacquiao, who's on a level of his own, is Errol Spencer Jr. That's my call. Going out to King. I mean, is that the bud tenders not not around to respond? Uh, what are you, what are you yeah. doing there? Yeah, nah, and it was uh, 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 you know, Super must have been like uh, in the bushes sniping with the crickets and shit. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard it. We going to King I mean Texas. I mean X Essex Essex. Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, the king is what I mean. I mean. I mean, good morning. Yo, yo, what's good, fellas? Top of the morning, man. 
Yo, um, Mario ducking that flame, man. He, he ducking that flame, man. That beat is too hard for him. He needs something a little skippy. He, remember, he like coming out singing. He like doing too much singing, so that beat is too hard for him. Give it yo, to somebody else. Yo, what you but, trying um, to say, hey, champ? What happened? What you trying to say? Because it's around here. Let me find it. You know what I mean? Where we at with this? Here we go. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all like this. Top the tippy top. I done had my coffee. Now I'm about to rock. Everybody know when the king is on the set. You can leave the track. I won't leave nothing left. This is stainless. The big homie setting it out. I'm going to let y'all know what the king and his bars is about. This is all off for of the top. The beat still ain't dropped. Anybody want to come and see me? You can meet me at the top. Still flowing. Still going. Still showing. You want to get with this. You gonna need a boat and rowing. I'm like rowing college. Please acknowledge. I'm doing damage. Speaking in Spanish. Española. Then the Hispaniola. So controller. Microphones are never getting older. Flow so bolder. Even off of the beat. I'm too street. Clothes neat. I can still do it. Where should we meet? The middle of the street. Crossroads in the crosswalk. This ain't no crosstalk. You could get your head lopped off. Still going. Yes, he is. I handle my biz. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Who you talking to, Wiz? Rough house. Anybody. Mario, do me. Make the morning gloomy. You trying to get at me, so come and sue me. Contract. Negotiations. Be having homie and funny. Situation, slow flowing, it's still blowing. Homie said he was a dragon. Well, I'm Daenerys' husband. Stop playing with me, homie. I could keep going and drink my coffee. My manager, like, yo, please get up off me. I strangle somebody in the office place. Give me office space. I just had to break y'all off, off a free little smoke, Free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. I mean, man, you always making the party hot. Talk to us, brother. What you think about this tweet, man? Interpret it for us. What, what the king sees? Yo, man. That is that is not a I made a mistake. That's just it's good to me. It's goofy business. It's like, yo, talk about it, be about it. I, I'm not a fan of the Twitterverse, but you got you to talk your talk. How else do you announce it? I mean, yo, I, I say if two bosses can't do business, either it's bad business or somebody ain't a boss. You know what I mean? So, you know, so somebody saying something, but somebody going to be doing something. Yo, Danny Garcia and Bud Spencer's fighting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, excuse me, Danny Garcia and... Uh, uh, yeah, Danny Garcia and Earl Spencer's fighting, right? Okay, Sean Porter just fought. Okay, Bud Crawford, where we at, bro? That's all I'm saying. Y'all know what it is. I'm a fan of boxing. I'm not following the guy. Guy, you got to get in the ring. Get in the ring with me. Come to Border Wars. <laughs> I know I'll lose, but damn it, it'll be a good fight. Mm. Let's go, champ. I mean, That's King my call. I mean, King, I mean, I'll be hitting you up, champy. Thanks for calling in. Um, we got some... David Maldenado, what up? Damn, David. I know you out there working blue collar. I hear you, baby. We love that you're choosing us, but we need just a little bit less background. All right, my bad. Here we go. We ready? Um, yeah, I kind of give Errol Spence a lot of credit, man. Errol Spence is coming off of an accident. He's fighting his top five ultimate contender. That's an amazing feat he's trying to accomplish. But a lot of people are sleeping on Danny Garcia. Danny's not a tuna. 
and this might be a fight where Danny might just come out and, and score a knockout, a set knockout. And Terrence Crawford, I think he's the best fighter in 147. He got to fight some people, man. We signed that contract with Bob Aaron was a bad move, dog. Um, that's my call. David Maldonado, we going out to greatness in Harlem. 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 Damn, how greatness been, man? Living, man? How you living? How you living, champ? How you how been? You, how you living, champ? Yo, man, living great, man. I ain't even gonna hold you, man. New York is uh is uh got a got a got a nice little vibe out right now, man. You know, huh. considering everything going on in COVID, but it's some good energy going on in the city, man. So it got me real busy. You know, shout outs to all the parents out there, man. I know y'all, <laughs> I know y'all, y'all, y'all getting tired of y'all kids, man. But the school year, we still offering virtual learning, man. So, uh, you know, keep y'all patience up to all them parents out there, man. Shout outs to y'all. But um, on oh, to you the a topic, teacher? Man, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I teach in an after school program, man. So I, I teach uh, videography and photography. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, they they, they about to get me back in virtual learning. Um, but uh, I, I don't have too much on the topic, man. I, I just like the, the, the Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia. Somebody just mentioned the call before me that Danny Garcia is not somebody to just overlook. I agree with that, you know, um, but I am going for cut Spence. It, I- cut it, cut it, cut it. I'm up early on the strip while the birds chirping. And oh, New Orleans, J Mac. Bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style. I'm a gorilla, I'm a dog. I'm a dog, I'm a gorilla. The smartest thing you can do is to stay away from Darren. It can't be the boogeyman if I'm chasing him. You want to bet a hundred thousand on that? Let's bet a million. Easy. Let's bet a million. Mac attack. Yo, can y'all hear me? Loud and clear. Hey, I'm going to respond to Supermax. Y'all keep waiting on him to fight somebody while we waiting on Arrow to unify um, um, unify the division. Bud already did that. Last time I checked, since we started painting this cross-the-street narrative shit, a dual unifying the division, the load moves up, get a belt. Normally that gets the attention of the top welterweights. They don't run around here talking about Carl L., um, he ain't did nothing. Who has he fought? I mean, that's some fanboy shit. Bud know, Errol know he can fight Bud. And they sent up here um, prolonging the fight. You got the Spence fans, talking about Bud fans, all that. Man, look, Bud smoked Spence before the accident and after the accident. What's going to be y'all excuse when he get his ass whooped? I mean, I got no excuse. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. May the best man win. I'm picking him to win, so I don't, I'm not gonna. Oh, you got him. you got you got Crawford. Yeah, I got Crawford in the fight. It's a 50 50. I know that. I'm not. You know, I know Earl can win, but I'm picking Crawford. Yo, do y'all remember what he said in the first half of his call? I was trying to look for some paper to write it down. Man. Well, he mm-hmm. was. I mean, was... not verbatim, but he basically um, said that Supermax is. While we're waiting for Supermax to get a fight, it's going to be the same amount of time that it's going to take Earl to unify the division. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, he says that, you know, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. I wanted to respond to that. I wanted to respond to that. He like, yo, you know, uh, Bud already did that. We still waiting for, uh, 
for Earl to do that, meaning undisputed. So by his logic, uh, Usyk should be the man because Crawford is the man, is what he's saying. He's saying Crawford already became undisputed at 140, so you should be wanting to fight him, but they're not. But that's the same thing that's happening with Usyk. Same title, too. WBO, he requested to move up. And don't nobody think he's official. And even J-Mac don't think he's official until he fights somebody. And it's the same thing we're asking Crawford to do. But you see, when you take out the name Crawford and you put a logical situation like Usyk, who was a cruiserweight, who, who did unify and undispute and did move up and is still questioned. He is still questioned. No matter what people say about how skilled he is and how he was the cruiserweight's Lomachenko, he is still questioned. He is still questioned. And until he fights someone, he will remain questioned. But you see, when you eliminate the fanboyism and you just leave the facts, there are two undisputed dudes that decided to move Whoa. out of their division. What, did I freeze up? No, Blog Talk just yeah, crashed. Yeah, 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 I heard it. Uh, but there are two undisputed. <laughs> I thought it was dudes. like another, like a, like, like you hit the sound call soundbite. There are well, we two had new callers. Dudes. We had a bunch of nah, people. I'll get it back. Uh, we, we, okay. we, 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 we got two undisputed dudes that moved up that both are in the same exact position. The fans well, believe that they are super skilled. Usyk has the same type of fandom. He's super skilled. But He'll the outbox. difference between Usyk hold is on, that... Hold on, hold okay. on. They said that he would outbox Wilder and AJ. That's what people they, said. Th some people did say that. All right. So let's not even act like he doesn't get a bunch of uh, clout and a bunch of criticism, right? Or, or at least speculation. People are like, we want to know. So I'm just saying, just because you undisputed doesn't mean anything at the division that you're at, and Usyk proved that. But uh, uh, Super Chat, Jared. Super Chat, Jared Lloyd. Jay McDonald's is the Obama phone having Nebraskan housewife. The trash wizard conjures the bums out of the sewers and convinces you fans and that they are top 10 opponents. Bum Lord Crawford is hot trash, burning in the wind. Doomy is in love with certain sound bites. I never understood what the, the, the pig noise means that's for the, everything. That's the pig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, was for for the, it was for the uh, for yeah. the I farmer. I know what it was for the farmer, and it was yeah. it, it had context. But, yeah, there. I'm not going to lie, Doomy. You've been using it out of it some crazy anything. context. Like, is it, you guys, it goes over your head. The pig squeal is when something is just like, you know, you know, you, uh, you know what, you, know what you need a no. chalkboard. No, I, I still uh, didn't get it. Uh, but while you are, while you guys try to get a joke, AJ <laughs> is on the super chat and he says, Bud resume of fighters he beat have a combined loss record of like 215 L's. How is this man hyped to such magnitude without warrant? Shaking my head. <laughs> The facts is coming out for them. 830, first time caller. What, 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 what state is that? Mario, help him out. Oh, my bad. Bro. Help him out. Help him out. Help him I'm out. I'm like, not even. All I right. dropped the ball on that. Oh, it's uh, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, making his professional debut. Yeah, yeah. What's up, What's brother? going on? This facts check, you know. This text check, this the one y'all be hating on in the chat and stuff. Hey, man, I just want to know, bro, how come we did Danny and Earl? 
Nah, this ain't text, text, facts, check. Oh, facts, check. <laughs> I'm I, had, I had to clear that. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down here in Texas, bro, and I'm telling y'all, man, it's it's whatever. Like, bro, we support boxes. Like, it's he could he could sell two hundred thousand per views down here. Do y'all know that? You can go platinum down here, man. I think y'all overlooking the fact. Bud was lineal at one thirty five. He was lineal at one forty. That's not Usi. Man, you guys are weird, bro, but I, I don't even care, though. It's just fun. You know what I mean? I don't really care about it. I just feel like I should call in because a, 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 a lot of these F-boys be hollering about. A lot of these F- Huh? What you, what, you say, mean, say what? what you mean he was lineal at 130? He was the wow. best. He was the best in the division, bro. He was the, be he was the best in the division. Wait, That's what the wait, red, wait, wait, white, wait, and blue oh, crap is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How could 135 you... 135 and 140. Hold Go on. look it up. Hold on, champ. Hold on. Let's have a conversation here, though. At 135, you as a Bud Crawford fan, how could you consider him number one at the time when Mikey was there? He beat Prescott. He beat Prescott. Prescott knocked out Cum before Danny. You got me, y'all. Boy, y'all are so lame on here. But it's all good, though. I but get it. I promise I get it. You fans are just extremely but, weird. But, 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 but facts check. Why are you getting so angry? <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. So, because you weird, because you be turning me out, bro. Because you, because you, 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 for now, all y'all weird, bro. Y'all be turning people out, bro, because we won't agree with y'all. We men. I'm not no sucker, bro. Like, I love women. I don't jump on the, no, listen, I ain't hating. Let, but I don't jump on these, bro. I tell the truth. Let's tell the <laughs> truth. Y'all fake, I mean, you know, so I fake let's, people. Let's so tell I fake the, people on YouTube. Let's tell the truth. You you keep making accusations, but you don't want to debate. You keep saying that I call you Stop out. Stop it up, bro. You said, Stop it up, bro. All right, so you said, you said he beat who? Breedis Prescott. Breedis Prescott. So, Breedis Prescott, bro, so, at 135 after he knocked out a mere cunt. But that's not... Something you give Danny credit for. And then y'all be... And then you make my man stop calling in. Say what? You got to calm down, bro. And and first of all, your name is Facts Check, and you're lying. He fought at 140, not 35. Oh, my God, bro. Go check it. Uh, go check dude, it and see. Dude, we're screen yeah, sharing it. it. How about that? Is that good it enough was, for you? It was at 140. Is that good enough for you? It was at 140. But remember, he took because the fight on seven days notice. Now look, was not I'm trying to, to give him fight in that fight. Exactly. It was seven Prescott days was supposed notice. To fight somebody else. Dude, dude, so they listen, had it at 140. I'm trying to give him the opportunity because most Bud fans don't want to debate. But he's so yeah. emotional. This is what Jared Heard talks about. He's just yelling, 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 Boy. saying that his name is Facts Checks. And that and that YouTubers are the ones that are weird, but you're, you're coming on completely, you know, opposite of your name, and you're saying that he fought at 35. Then I'm contesting you saying, how is he lenient when, you know, Mikey was there. There was people at 35. Broner was at 35. You understand what I'm saying? Like, how could you say he was the man at 35, I I don't understand that, but like lineal, whatever. it wasn't even a 12 round fight. It was a 10 round fight, <laughs> dude. All of a sudden, Tyson made lineal the shit. Wait, I didn't need yo. I, this is the first buff fan I heard say lineal in two divisions. I could see for uh uh 40. 40 because he became undisputed, and I think they yeah, give absolutely. you that they give you that 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 lineal. Uh, well, 
he has to have beat somebody that was lineal if you have all the belts. You know what I mean? So it's you know it's beyond lineal. You know what I mean? It's it's well no not, because it's lineal, lineal and leaving zero. No down. no no. Remember lineal is the man that beat the man. So Tyson man, beat yes. Vlad, who was the reigning defender. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, if he got all the belts, it doesn't matter. One of them was lineal, so he beat. You know what I'm saying? Like he beat. He is the lineal champ because he was the unified champ. Okay, Bruh, I, undisputed, I, I just, undisputed. <sighs> But I, I at 135, know, he didn't beat anybody that w- like Ricky Burns is his best win. I mean, no, I don't know. I've never no. heard you got to argue. You got to argue. You got to argue. What's his best win at 35? Is it Ricky Burns? And I, then, that's what they say. And then I and then look. So. And then look. This is how they. This is how they sell it to you. Well, well, he had to go to Ricky Burns' backyard. Or is it Beltron? Yeah. Is it Beltron because he was most famously known for being Manny Pacquiao's sparring partner? Yeah, that the, I, I, or, I still. Or, or is it Gamboa who started his career at what twenty six or twenty two, and had what eight knockdowns already when he met Crawford? Like you calling in here yelling with your name being facts checked, talking about people. First of all, I'm trying to give you the opportunities to defend myself and 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 make some sense of yourself, and you don't make any sense. Just yelling, you emotional, cause that's what Bud Crawford makes his fans do. Y'all get rabbit rabies crazy, cause y'all don't got facts, cause that is your biggest name at 35. Gamboa, Beltron, or the other dude, mix them up like three dice and throw them against the wall, bro. It don't matter. It doesn't make Thank none you. of them dudes is lineal. None of them dudes was the man to beat the man to beat the man. You out here lying because you like to. It's okay. Chief Red, They're going to have up? to send their best fighter for the champ. And look, we appreciate it. Oh, I'm sorry. And Jared Lloyd on the return. Oh, oh I opened up the line. Uh, Chief Red. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's good with y'all, man? What up? Chilling. What up, champ? Yo, yo, yo. You hear us? So we hear you. you got us? Yeah, y'all good, y'all good, y'all good? We hear you, champ. Yeah, we All hear you gotta you. Go do is talk. All right, cool, cool. Look, I'm let y'all talk to a sensible bud fan. I'm gonna push y'all up on game or, or, or what it is, you know, for all the people who really got a lot of hate and animosity for Bud. This, this is what it is. Bud ain't never had a close fight. Everybody he's fought, he's pretty much washed their ass from 135 to 140 to 147. Okay, so. The only test, the real test he's going to be able to have is Errol Smith. Now, here's the thing. There's going to be Bud's biggest fight and probably the fight he's going to retire off of because I don't see Manny Pacquiao fighting him. So he's playing to say that he gets that fight. Meanwhile, you got Smith talking about he's the big fish, the big boss, and all this, but he already told Crawford to his damn face that Al Heyman has a plan and he is the last on the list, and the only reason he's last on the list because, in their mind, that is the only opponent out there who has the best shot of winning him. You know, once you lose, the money train starts flowing as hard as it used to. I see where he was going with that. Albany, New York. Guess no. Uh... Yo, Antonio. Yo, hold on. Let me check you. Up. Yeah, Antonio yeah, yeah. Let me check you off Bluetooth real quick. Antonio and Albany, Mario, save that. That's like his hundredth phone. Yeah, what's good, man? What's up, man? You know, workout in over here. But, uh, yo, this is for you, Ness. And for the eight haters out there, 
for Crawford, man. I've been following you guys for fucking many years, bro. Y'all stayed doing this to certain fighters. And then later on, they prove you wrong. And I'm going to stick to that right there. Crawford's going to prove you wrong, Ness. And all the haters out there, we all know Danny is Spencer fighting. Because it's, it's the easiest fight ever to be made right now. And obviously, Danny was next for Spence, no matter what. After that, we're going to see how Spence looks. And I want to be honest with you, bro. I'm Puerto Rican, and I'm rooting for Danny, even though I think Spence is going to kill him. But I'm still going for Danny, because you never know that left hook might catch up to Spence, and he might have another accident. I'm out. You're right. Antonio, You're right. right. Yes, you're right. We do do this to other fighters like Gennady Golovkin, who didn't face him, someone till he faced someone, and that's all we asking. You know, Gennady had a bunch of accolades. He was fighter of the year. He had, you know, uh, been unified. He had a bunch of title defenses. But we were begging for him to fight someone, and that's all. We're just begging. We're just begging for him to fight. We going out to Jonathan's okay. super chat. Super Chat Jared Lloyd says, hit that Carl Thomas one more time for the tenders. Pedestrian beater Crawford needs to be in jail. Too many assaults on the common man. Tell Jay McDonald's to pull his ice cream truck over and accept the facts. And I believe Super Max might have had one that's... Uh, and I'm checking to see if I'm uh, still visible CYP with it. CYP paid for a counterpunch for that. Ooh, for, I yes, guess, she did. Is that for... Uh, it looks he, like he wants uh I think he wanted the guy. Yeah, but he's gone. Facts nah, check's nah, gone. I think that's him right there. He jumped back on. Right, Facts check? Hey. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, oh, hey yeah, bro. Hey, Nick, you don't have to be so disrespectful. Just say my name, bro. I don't, got no, don't, don't be so disrespectful. So How do I disrespect my name. you? Like I said... and yelling and let's have a conversation he gets more emotional yells and then again lies and says i didn't call him by his name then then he lies again and says i thought it was about unifying like earl didn't just unify in his very last fight not two fights ago no the last fight okay your name is not facts check that is not your name bro and maybe that's where he thinks I disrespected him by saying you're not facts checked because you're a liar. But obviously, if you're going to say lies, I have the right to call you a liar. His last fight was a unification. Bud's last fight was versus 
crab, and lobster. Not the mandatory. Facts check. They asked them to fight before the mandatory could be called. Look, we could do this all day. J-Mac counterpunch. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yep. Look, um, I can't hear what facts check saying, but I'm going to start calling you Yvette. Um, Yvette off of Baby Boy, you went go cry your ass in the car after Jody kicked you out and tell you get that nigga out your house because that's what your emotion is. Ever since Bud never wanted to interview on here, interview with you again, you start painting these narratives. You already know Bud what Bud did at 140, man. That's enough to be fighting Spence right now. But these dudes make excuses for Spence, and what I meant to say was undisputed. And Spence got to get undisputed to go through Bud. So whether y'all wait on Bud to fight who or fight whoever, Spence got to go through Bud to get that belt to become undisputed. That's what I meant to say earlier. All right, AJ Mack, that's the end of your call. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Why you don't have the same energy for Usyk to fight AJ right now then? You've never called in and said, why is AJ ducking Usyk? Because Usyk and Bud did the same exact thing. First of all, I, I already told you, don't speak for me. Because you always twist shit up. I ain't never called in. I'm not speaking for you. I'm asking you. No. I ain't speaking for you. I asked you a specific question. Why you didn't have the same energy for Usyk? You do not call in here saying Usyk should fight AJ. And that AJ's ducking Usyk. Because I said Usyk. I never said that. I said AJ will knock Usyk out. Usyk, to me, hasn't proven anything to be a, a, a top heavyweight. That's my uh, argument. Why, That's why, why not? Why hasn't he proven anything? Because, like I said, man. Exactly. Is, exactly. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's... Exactly. So one person can prove Cut something it. to you Cut by it. beating up a Cut bunch it. of nobodies. Cut Usyk it. fights. Better dudes to be undisputed, but, but, but you, wait. D- he ain't do nothing. He but ain't do nothing. But is he saying a heavyweight he hasn't done anything? Or is he saying in general? that My you know man, it wouldn't matter. The argument is the same. Usyk has done the same exact thing that Crawford did. To use the words he ain't done nothing is a little hypocritical is all I can but, say. But but nah, Crawford's had more fights at 47 than Usyk's had at heavyweight. And you know what else Crawford's had more? More fights overall, and which, which means he should be praising Usyk for doing it in less time. Don't cut me off. Usyk right. undisputed in like 16 fights. Crawford sure. has 30-something fights. Okay, you're right. But that's still the difference in the argument in comparing Usyk to Crawford. Like, I don't want to argue this because I believe in both. Like, the the person you're talking about, like, oh, you know, come the same with Usyk as Crawford, that's me, okay? Uh, you can ask Jordan. You can ask all the people in the pre-pro that we talk about. I feel that way about both of these guys. I respect them both very much. And I think that they are both incredible at the weight classes they fight at. That said... It's not the same because Terrence has had fights at 147. Usyk is yet to even really fully be displayed yet. I mean, he had what fight? One fight at heavyweight? Yeah, like, we, we, Witherspoon. Yeah, so it's like it's to me, it's not really the same yet. But uh, do me, I think we got like a shit ton of freaking. Yeah, I got first got one it? is Chris Camejo. He says Bud was lineal at 135 and 140. That's why he has two ring belts in that trophy case. Still, those divisions were weak. Mikey wasn't there at that time. And that was Chris Camejo. Counterpunch from CYP. 
Whoa, whoa, we doing we going through the through the oh, super I, chats. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's all right. Go ahead, Dumi. All right, the next one is coming in from uh I believe uh whoa, it just went flipping yeah, it flip went on crazy. Me. But it's all good. I got it. I got it. Next what, one's coming in from Ben Fetelica. Uh I, after Ben, I gotta go to uh Jared Lloyd. Uh, ben Fetelica says lemonade, lemon meringue, Lamington, that invisible ghost title is hurting you, Ness. Give me a biscuit and put the Kool-Aid on your lips, cuzzy. <laughs> Two laughing emojis. Hashtag do me face. Has, uh, emoji peace sign Mario. Hashtag why people ringing to take CYP spot. Mm. Guess they're trying to take CYP spot right now, champ. I guess or, he's talking about facts check. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, this one's from Intrigue, not Jared Lloyd. Uh, Bud tenders have been living through a budemic their whole life. Bud did his people wrong. He got bud tenders jumping off buildings headfirst into trash. And go make matters worse, they are becoming sick with budabetes. Deranged. <laughs> Yo, Ronald Finkley had uh, one, two. I think I skipped. Yeah. Who T-Bud gonna fight? Three laughing, crying emojis. Did y'all get the Chris? Yeah, I actually you you just had stepped in with that. He made some good points there with uh yeah he did <laughs> him being at one thirty five one forty. So I was just waiting for you to dissect. No, he wasn't. What what's yo? What do it matter that they gave you a ring belt? Wilder, excuse me, Fury got a ring belt for beating Wilder, who the world considered one, two, or three. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got a ring belt for beating Beltron who the world knew as Pacquiao's sparring partner that never could win, so he had to gift him a house. Pacquiao literally gifted him a house. That's who you beat. Or Ricky Burns, who the real boxing fan knows, Duck Broner for two consecutive divisions. They both, he could have had the fight on HBO, which is any UK fighter's dream, and then fight Broner who we already see that even in losing is a draw and does viewership. He was Mr. E HBO before they left. Let's not forget, okay? And two divisions, Lampley, the network, the commentators, they would, same thing that they would Chocolatito and Gennady, except Ricky would never say yes. He moved up, Broner moved up. There's videos, just Google Ricky Broner, Ricky and Broner. Just Google it. So like, I don't know what you're telling me. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are those dudes any different? Let's not even go with the word better. Any different than the dudes Usyk beat? How? How are they any different? They're not. They did the same thing. Let's give everyone the same respect. That's all. Where's the energy? Where's the energy is all I'm saying. We got some cash apps. Uh, Sony says, thoughts on Boxing Bar's lineup? Oh, shit. He changed the whole energy. And Teddy B <laughs> says, Crawford won lineal off Beltron, laughing my ass off. That's bullshit. To, uh, with a laughing out loud emoji. Okay. I thought I was the only one who thinks it's funny. I guess not. You know, no, it's cooler to fight Benavidez and Cavalascus, not cooler to fight Sean Porter and Danny Garcia. I'm living in a fucking alternate reality over here. And my man said, we weird. Fats check. He said I disrespected him like he ain't say you and Fanon, 
who's not on this show, but he says, y'all weird. But he, but he says, I disrespected him. But I'll be weird. I'll live in this weird universe where I really want people to face top five opposition. That's all. I'm sorry. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? CYP counterpunch. Yo, I'm, I'm going to slow my counterpunches down, yo. We don't need extra 10 minutes of you arguing your point when you got people. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Slow them down. Slow them down. Don't do them. No one cares. Why are you screaming over my car with your bitch ass? Because I'm telling you, don't nobody care. Who gives a fuck? How about that? How about that? Take that. Now what? Now what? I don't care about your money, champ. What the fuck is you talking about? You hilarious. Super chat real quick on the intermission. Kelly Thompson says, Ness, you on fire today. Triple fire emoji. And I believe we might have gotten one in from Jarrett Lloyd. Jay McDonald's, a.k.a. Carl Thomas, a.k.a. the emotional ice cream truck driver, needs to understand that the bum lord sold him a dream. The pedestrian beater, the 2020 duck, duck, goose king, the trash wizard. Yo, and listen, not for nothing, <clears throat> I don't know. You know what? Yeah, Look, y'all know most of the time I argue for Crawford. I, I think, you know, a lot of times it, the the narrative isn't spent any one way. Like, you can't come and attack somebody and then, like, get mad that they defend themselves. Like, it's just stupid. Like, this isn't even an argument about the topic anymore. It's dumb. Boys, we've gone off the range. Yo, we got callers on Blog Talk you need to address, Chad. I got you. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, uh, how do people look, keep just popping up? Call you pop-up. Um, no, look, go, <laughs> going back. Not your go, best. Yeah, you know, not, yeah. Uh, going back to what, it, you know, the juice, I mean, the the, the meat of the, the topic, right? Right. Again, again, I'm, I'm quote, I'm at 147, no promoter control what I do or manager at 3.59 in the morning, guys. You know what I'm saying? We got to take this with a grain of salt here. You know, it could have been, you know, he was looking at stuff. Who else was tweeting? What other fighters were tweeting, talking about they can't make things happen? Who this is directed to, right? But uh, in the end of the day, Crawford's always been, you know, jabbed up for this. You know, him ducking and him not being always solely responsible for not making the fights happen. Um, this is just another side of the coin, right? You know, and it was expressed in that quote. You know, Earl also is a master of his destiny. You know, Wilder was, uh, you know, always uh, adamant about saying that he was a master of his destiny. So, you know, the people will come at you now, you know, because you are saying that you have ultimate control. Now, obviously, the hardcores and the people that understand the business, like Jamal came on and said the business side turns you another route dead Yo, game Ness, boxing okay, dead game sure boxing saving. yo what's up family what's up what's up just wanted to chime in just wanted to chime in on you guys uh you know what i don't understand is the hate for these boxers bro I i'm a bud fan and, and i'm a spence fan uh but just the hate for Bud that I've noticed around the, the boxing community is sickening, bro. Uh, 
I mean, I mean, some of these guys just need to grow up and understand that these guys are not scared of each other, and they're ready to get it on. I got Bud stopping Sean Ford, and I got Bud beating up Earl Spence. Not to say that I don't like all the fighters. It's just my opinion, just like you have your opinion. But the hate, man, we everybody can see right through the hate, bro. If you're hating, you are just a hater, bro. So y'all need to just calm down with this bull crap. That's my call, fam. You speaking Yo, to anybody specifically? You know, yeah, he's got to be speaking to to someone else because the title of the show, if anything, is talking about Spence. You know what I mean? So he's probably talking in general. Yeah, he's just talking in yeah, general. Yeah, I'm talking. You know? oh, okay, okay. He said in general. Yeah, uh, Joe's, that's how I took it. Joe's talk to us. Is that BX? Uh, yes. Yo, yo, what's yeah. good? What up, what up? Yo, can you hear me now? Yes. Yo, this shit is crazy. What's up? What's up with all this emotional talk, man? Fuck, I know Crawford ain't fight nobody. God damn, the motherfucker ain't fight nobody. I I don't know if that's his fault. Should we blame Bob? Top rank? Um, it just ain't happening. I mean, he's at one forty-seven. We can't blame Spencer fighting everyone else. I mean, the welterweight side at PVC, that, that it is what it is. Who's he going to fight? I mean, he ain't look too good against a uh, mean machine. Um, besides that, I mean, he fought who? Khan? Khan ain't look good since when? Khan ain't look good since His last fight. fucking Peterson? Not even Lamont Peterson. It is what it is. I mean, the dude ain't fighting nobody. And we keep giving him all this fucking respect, like his ability is, is all that. I don't really think it's all that. I mean, I've seen him get touched up, really get touched up. I mean, it is what it is. I, I'm done with this. I mean, until he crosses the street, until Bob makes some real offers. I mean, we got Thurman. Thurman acting for 10. I mean, we can give him like like three, four. I'm pretty sure it's, it's negotiations. Who else you got? You got Ulgas? He's been asking for it. I mean, they got to give us somebody besides this Kel Brook. And even Kel Brook, you offering 1. What, 1.5? That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. We know 1.5. What's he going to take back home? Like, like, like 75? Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Lids low. Talk to us. What's happening? Y'all hear we hear you. Hello? Oh, okay, cool, man, cool, man. Yeah, First of all, shout out to TVV. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to everybody who called in. Now, don't be kicking PYP out, folks. I know I got y'all time. Don't be kicking them out. Now, let me say this. When it comes to Bud Shard, it's so many different variables. And so, to everybody who keep playing Bud Shard, man, go jump off a clip, dog. You ain't no fucking boxing fan. You, whatever fan you is, you ain't a boxing fan. Like, this is, what, this is what the game has, and has done to us fans that motherfuckers want to talk about stupid shit. Sure, all I want to do is see a fight. That's all I want to do. I don't care about it. People pay us because every fight is a new fight, correct? So why the fuck we keep bringing up old shit? If you don't dig it, come here, fine. It ain't for you, bro. Or for anybody. But if you ride with blood, just keep riding with blood, man. Don't listen to the people that like them. Not everybody gonna like you. You ain't for everybody. If you don't like your style of boxing, that's, that's your problem. If you like Earl style, that's fine. I don't like Earl. Nobody can even hear you, champ. You on speaker, the window down, and you yelling, man. 
quick intermission for a super chat. All right. We got uh, Intrigue. The Incredible says, uh, Butterbeaties is real, people, and it's spreading faster than Bud is ducking opponents. Laughing emoji. <laughs> Next one's coming in from Jarrett Lloyd. This is a good show. Laughing emoji. You guys have a great platform. Thanks for allowing me to check these tenders. Hit the call, Thomas, for CYP. And uh, Marioski, I think we got another one from Donald Banks. Uh, Ness, have you ever been wrong and was able to admit it without switching the narrative? Just a straight jerk. If Crawford gave you interviews, I know this would not be that... The hate Crawford show. Laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji. Bro, y'all gonna make me defend Ness so that y'all can come out here and be like, oh, he's sucking Ness's, you know. Bro, how many times have we said Ness changed it with Canelo? He saw the air of his way. Andre Ward. I mean, bro, it's happened plenty of times. People clip it. Like, I don't know. This is just getting stupid, bro. Like, this is... Bro, listen. I say people, people, people are making about me, exactly, and, and 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 hate because that's their attention span. We are talking about Earl Spencer's tweet at three third fifty nine in the morning, where the title literally says Earl is stopping the fight, but they're so infatuated and obsessed with me. That they make it about me. You know? I haven't said anything about Bud's resume today. We started talking resume after the callers started talking resume. I am talking about Earl. I even asked Jamal James about Earl and his tweet. The problem is that you guys, this is what your favorite fighter drives you to. He automatically puts you in defense mode. I'm not no, in defense. No, it was one caller, Ness. One caller switched the whole narrative of the show. <laughs> that was it. That was it. He brought up one point that, I'm sorry, it just wasn't correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much you yell, it was not a factual statement. It, that doesn't mean that we're talking-ish because we don't want to give the lineal title in a 10-round fight against Prescott? Like, that's what set this whole thing off. I mean, what? Well, Mr. PVC on the Super Chat has something to say. The Bum City Mayor Crawford, baby boy 25 to life. He's comedy on TBV and everywhere else. He about to fight Bambi and Tom and Jerry, but it's Cartoon Network. And uh, next one should be coming in from, well, it was retracted. Okay. Uh, the rebuttal Some, entertainment. Someone okay. said, how y'all miss my super chat, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I've been I hitting missed. you up constantly. Keddy peeps. Uh, no, I don't know if we did we actually. Did, he we missed did it. read Teddy's. I don't know what he's talking about. We've been read to Teddy, but I reread it. He said uh, Crawford won the lineal of Beltran. Remember, yep. I said that. I'm not even going to finish reading it so they don't say I'm hating. I, 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 get, <laughs> I get blamed for the super chats, too. You got to Candy Cane Slim. Slim? Candy Slim 501 says, Ness emotional. Ness emotional. Carl Thompson. Voice. I'm emotional. <laughs> I mean, man. I can't even get that, Carl Thompson. Damn. 
Who is Caddy P? There's no Caddy P here. There's no. He's saying I missed the I super chat, but there it's, is. No. Is it KD? It ain't KD, right? No, there's the no beginning? KD either. We got to the to the very early early KDs. Yo. Yeah, Ronald Finkley just came on. Like Ness, you missed Caddy P super chat. I'm trying to uh, see where we. Where All we right, I'm that. going back. He says. Uh, uh, He's why going is, back to the future, ladies and gentlemen. Why is Spence scared of little man? We said that. And then Crawford haters, y'all should have been seeing this coming. We said that. We said that. Y'all should have been seeing this coming. Look in emoji after T-Buzz said, let's bet a 100,000. He said, no, let's I, I, bet a million. We read that. I, uh, I said, who's duck emoji? Maybe you missed the show, champ. We definitely did not miss any super chat from Absolutely. KD. Except for R. Jonesy. Oh, my bad. Yeah, from KD, no. Our Jonesy as a super chat says, respect that what he wants to do is make good fights like Porter, Danny, and Bud. Even said EJ want that fight. Y'all mad because we not content with Bud waiting on Earl and using the eye test to justify it. Damn. Uh, that's a serious uh, statement. Uh, boxing expert says, Earl spent Oh, Earl Spears. But, but but this is I'm I'm lost I got, here. I'm lost got, with R. Jonesy here because it it, it 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 sounds like he's saying we mad at Bud fans for ranking Bud off eye tests, right? Or did I interpret that wrong? Bud Bud waiting on Earl and using the eye test to justify. He says Bud's using the eye test to justify. He said y'all mad. Because we're not content with Bud waiting on Earl and using the eye test to justify it's, it. Okay, okay. So, so what I'm thinking is he's saying, yes, yes, he's saying y'all are mad because we're saying Bud's resume isn't there and he's not waiting on Earl and waiting on Earl's not good enough. Plus, y'all are saying that he's better because y'all are using the eye test. It's not based off of resume. That's what I think is what R. Jones is saying. That's how I interpreted it. Yes, we do. Boxing expert says Earl Spears andaba pedo way. No cuenta. Oh, man. He, he, Spears is actually, you know, Britney Spears, I guess. He's trying to make a pun on it. So he says Earl Spears was fucked up on liquor. No account. He has no account, basically. AJ said he's in the in the queue, but AJ, uh, what number is he? Is he? Are you from San Antonio? He, there's the San Antonio. You saw that, right? AJ, is this you? Yes, sir. What's up, AJ? Right. Yo, listen, the queue. Fifteen minutes Yo. ain't nothing, bro. That's why we we have a ringer status Man, on I'm... Patreon, bro. But I, I I am getting to you because you're my my caller. I... Yeah, I'm, I'm new to the channel, man. I just wanted to speak some actual facts, man. If y'all recall, Bud just started really, really going hard with this whole Twitter escapade as of lately. When he first came, he wanted Thurman off of Thurman's injury. He didn't want Spence. He specifically said, I don't want Spence. He's not good. The eyes will lie to you. I don't want Spence. And now all of a sudden when he's in that injury, in that accident, now all of a sudden you want to sit up here and call him out on Twitter have people writing about him on uh, Instagram Live, and all these little Bud Stan boys is all saying Errol ducking him. It, Bud was an opportunist. He's stopping the fight. He's still going on with the rhetoric that Manny, Manny ducked him. But Bob is on tape saying he stopped the fight. 
Bud Sands believe anything and everything that man says, anything that man, anything that Bomax says, they think that's they hold gold to whatever they say. And I'm from Texas, so I mean, you you the culture down here is real. We support Arab. anything they want to say. The reason why Bud ain't fighting the blah 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 and 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 and, and, and Bud sells this better than Errol and blah blah blah. You can come down here and see the fights and and and, and compare them what Bud be doing. It's bigger, so. They can't sit up here and keep saying what Bud did at a, at a lighter weight division and act like he's supposed to be the bigger fish. Errol is the bigger fish. Nobody wanted to fight him when he was when he had an open open schedule. Nobody, nope. AJ, so you get a minute, champ. And you know, like I said, the line is there. There's there's patrons and there's ringers and boomerangers that cut. But if you uh, feel like you ain't get it off your chest. You could do a $5 Super Chat or a $5 Cash App at dollar sign, that's GTO. Notify us in the chat. We have moderators and co-hosts that will let me know, and we'll bring you back for what we call a counterpunch. Mario, we got, uh, I don't know, I think that might be Facts Check again. So, Fact Checks, that goes for you or you're yes, just listening because, uh, again, we brought you back the second time around because they paid for your counterpunch. Uh, looks like we got a boxing expert one. Yes, we do. I guess we read the AJ. I've been on the, on the queue uh, for about 15 minutes. Let me get that. And boxing expert comes in and says, CY Queen, parece vieja vendiendo tamales. Hashtag tamalera. CY Keen looks like the little old lady selling tamales. Hashtag the tamale lady. And... Yo. Uh, all right. Next. Oh, go ahead. Ness, that Mr. isn't CB... facts check. I'm going to find out who that is right Mr. now. Mr. PBC. Yes, Mr. PBC says, what about Sean calling out Bud? Then Bud got something big. LOL. What kind of loose-eyes Brooke Bumlord cooking up? Trying... He's back. He's back. 40 Thief. Uh, resume by far, you know. As for Crawford, I mean, if he ain't fighting uh, Spence, Soon. I'd like to see him against Porter, but I'd like to see him against uh, Virgil, too. I know he's a couple fights away, but I think Virgil would be a good fight. And then if uh, Virgil wins, I'm going to fight Spence in uh, Dallas or something. That'd be a good fight, too. So, I mean, I just hopped on, so I'll probably listen to the rest of the show later. But uh, that's my call. All right. Let's see here. Stonebone Boxing, talk to me. Stonebone. What up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I might be sounding bad, man. I'm driving on the highway right now. But, hey, man, all of this is a little funny, man. It's just when I hear guys saying all of these uh, ass asinine things, saying Bud didn't call out Earl to after the wreck. So we've been talking about the better million. Did that happen after Earl had a wreck or before? I just want to know. Who said that? Yes. The, 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 one of your last two callers just said that Bud was calling out Thurman. He didn't want Spence until after the accident. Now he calling him out on Twitter. Did, it, did the situation happen before or after the wreck? That's all I was asking. Uh, the meetup before. was before the wreck. Before, and he was calling out Keith because Keith was the unified champion. Let's not try to uh, dismiss him calling out Earl or trying to ask for that fight. Like, oh, he didn't 
say nothing until after the wreck. That makes you look real new to boxing when you tell it other people they're dumb boxing fans. So let's just keep it honest. Let's be real. Earl told the truth. When he want to fight Bud, he will. That's what he said in the text. He probably was chilling 3, 4 in the morning. He probably just got home. He made it home safe. So he wanted to send out a tweet to show how big he is. And that's my call. All right. Uh, Sony. Hey, what's up, Deska? You hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You guys read my super chat earlier. I bet y'all would have went to my super chat now because that shit went clear off the rails, yo. How hey. did it go off the rails? No, 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 no. I'm just making. I'm just making. I shouldn't even have made that joke, but that was a joke about USCYP right after my super chat. Y'all got in it, but yo, for another day. Hey, yo, but um, yo, but I agree with uh what Stonebone just said. I don't put too much stock into it because uh, um Earl had that injury and Ness, 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 my brother. Yes. Yo, hey, you, I. I like you, dude. I like you, but the way how you hate on Ter- Terrence Crawford, I just look at his so, resume. So tell me what is what I'm hating on. Be specific, okay. bro. Okay. Well, I am. Well, I am. Because when I look at his box racks, all I see is is heads. Julian Andago. I see Amerikan. I see I see all these fighters that he beat. But people talk about his resume like there's nothing on it. This man went undisputed. And like I told you before, I really do look at Terrence Crawford's boxing career in the same level I look at Canelo. Canelo took Kovalev, and Kovalev got on social media and said he took that fight for a reason. But everybody after that fight thought Canelo did something so good. Kovalev wasn't even in that fight. He just went there for the bag, but everybody thought Canelo did something. My point is, my point is, people didn't matter about that because of where Canelo was in his career. And I really do feel like people dismiss the fact that Terrence Crawford went undisputed at 140 and they talk about his career like this man did nothing. And I think that's the hate that you're getting from everybody because everybody act like this man did nothing. Like, they give him no credit for doing nothing. This man is not a ducker, and neither is Earl Spence. I cannot say the same for your boy Keith Thurman, though. Peace uh, and love. No, no, don't go nowhere, champ. Okay. Don't go okay. nowhere. Don't go nowhere. And, and, and look at what you have to do, and this is what I'm saying. You say that I am the bud hater, right? But you bring up Canelo and Keith. They have nothing to do with this conversation, right? You say that I think that he hasn't done nothing and you look at his resume and see all these wins you said then you went on to say in dango let's talk about him let's talk what? to me why no 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 i'm not about to be pigeonholed into in dango because there's also there's also jeff horn who just okay. had a fight every- okay okay yeah. fine calm down you see what i'm saying about bud tenders you emotional nah, i'm good you I'm yelling good. not me you yelling I'm not me good. They say Ness is emotional. Listen to y'all, okay? So, you want to talk about Jeff Horn. Let's talk about him. I don't need to talk about Jeff Horn because there's also Amir Khan. There's also Jose Benavidez Jr. All there's right. also so, John Molina. There's so, also Victor Pascal. So, let me ask you a question because, uh, obviously, you don't want to really answer much, right? So, are no. you saying that you just care about the name? 
No, no, it's a matter of respect. There's like no respect that that's given to Bud, and there's a reason. Hey, Ness, a couple months ago, you almost pissed in your pants when you thought Ter Terrence Crawford was going to come on the show, and then after then Terrence Crawford didn't come on the show. Now, 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 I'm only saying this for for one reason. To me. The way how you was a couple months ago when you thought Terrence Crawford was on the show, for that brief moment, it's like you show a, a, a level of respect for a man in his boxing career. Now, I know that's going way off the rails as far as what I'm thinking because I can't put thoughts into your head. But my point is, my point is, the way how Terrence Crawford gets shitted on, to me, is disrespectful for, to a man that did what he did in his boxing career because nobody shits on any other fighters like that. So you, they you not, don't let us they go not that. talking you about Usyk. There with Canelo. They not talking about Usyk. You see, and there you go. There you go. You, Usyk didn't prove anything yet. He just got that. But Crawford way. did. Doobie said the same but thing. But Crawford did. So, so his 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 undisputed means nothing. But Crawford's does. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> You see what but I'm saying? I never just, you're I a never man fan. Usyx, uh, you just, you just I did. did. I just said you just did. You just did. You just no, said he hasn't proven anything. That is discrediting At the fact. He only fought Witherspoon. Oh, so Crawford proved something in your opinion? Oh my god. Look, he just got the last no matter I'm what. I'm asking you, say you a question he here. I'm what, he just listen, Sony, Sony, Sony why are you yelling? Why are I'm you not, yelling? Uh, you are okay, emotional. Okay. Why can't you just answer the question without yelling and rambling what? off? I got you. I got you. What's up? Let's just have a conversation, bro. Let's do that. Let's you're, do that. You're now insinuating that you're only discrediting Usyk at heavyweight, that you do respect his undisputed run. Yes. All right. So now we're comparing Usyk's heavyweight run to Crawford's welterweight run, which I respect what you're saying is slightly unfair because Usyk has had one fight and Crawford has had maybe four at that division. Right? That's what Keep you're going. saying? I, yeah. I want to make sure we're on the same level because you are yelling and bringing up not, other people that have nothing to do with the conversation. I'm just trying to make some sense of whatever it is you're trying to relay within your emotions and your 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 shouting. But but I'm but I'm not okay. Okay, you want to say I'm shouting? I don't think I'm shouting. But go ahead. All go right. Ahead. So you're saying that Crawford, his run at welterweight is impressive because of the combination of names, not I one name. It was impressive. I did not call oh, it impressive. Okay, okay. What are, what word are we using? Help, help me. I'm I'm just saying Terrence Crawford is Terrence Crawford. He's a beast at what he do. So you cannot knock what he has done at welterweight. So again, he has not had no mega fights at welterweight. So you're but, going. Hey, we are. At, that's what we are now. So you're going based off the R. Jonesy logic that he brought up that you are using more eye tests. Thanks. Yeah, but, I all mean, right. yo, all right. who no, hasn't no been problem. watching Crawford no for problem. years? No problem, champ. That's all. I can't argue with you. You know, you and I, there's no argument to be had. Um, and I've realized that already. People who use eye tests, you are within your right. I, I, I respect that because you get to be that guy that says, I told y'all. Me, on the other hand... I'm like a super chat this that we probably haven't gotten to. Let me get let me find it real quick. He says something about um I'm from the old time. Did you read that one? Like, yo, I, I respect I'm gonna find I maybe I gotta refresh. Somebody said that. 
Somebody said that. Where are we? Somebody said. Okay. We never got to him. The Rebuttal Entertainment? The yeah, he retracted. No, the Rebuttal Entertainment says, I'm old school. Until you fight someone good at 47, you are not considered the best at 47. Like the old school grades did. Thurman fan. And, 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 and I respect that. Like, But I respect you, Sony. You use the eye test. Cool. But I test, you can't win an argument with that because you want me to believe that he is as great as you see him with your eyes when, you know, proof is what we are looking for. You understand? Um, but we got some more here. You got to Ben Federica? Yeah, that- Ben Federica's uh, message was deleted by Mac. Uh, Going to have to just, I guess... Point that out uh, to why that what happened. Probably, but, probably in her pocket. Sometimes you know it happens to the mods, even Mitty. That's why he asked me to take the wrench away. Uh, the phone gets in the pocket. You start timing people out and things like that. But I let me read it. He says that's it. Ninth round KO Spence hashtag Scooby Dooby Doomy. Donald Banks you, says Ness gonna have to see CYP for cutting him off. No, I don't. Listen, that is the problem right there. Like, stop making it about me. When have I said to J-Mac all the shit that he says to me? Do I ever say he's got his panties in a bunch and, you know, he, 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 all the sexual, I never call them bitches. I don't do that. None of that weird shit that they do. That is your favorite fan backing you into a corner to disrespect another man because he's talking boxing. I don't call nobody a bitch on this show. When is a, a, a caller, yo, you a bitch. You a bitch. Fuck all this bitch. Nah, you mad. You mad that your boxing fan, the dude you love, the fight, your favorite fan got you in this emotional roller coaster. I don't have to call you out your name. What I need to call you out your name for? You J-Mac. You CYP. The problem is y'all mad. Because I'm telling the truth. If I wasn't, debate the topic. Stop worrying about what panties I got on. Or whose balls <laughs> I'm sniffing. All these homophobic, weird-ass topics, man. Like, y'all the ones that are strange. I'm talking boxing and I get them to talk about straight-up homophobic slurs all day. They have to send their best all day. It makes no clue. Like, they don't even have the same. At least if you're going to be talking gay stuff, let's bring up Orlando Cruz so it can remain in boxing, but you can't. You can't. It's always a verbal attack on me because your favorite fighter got you with your back in the wall. I don't got it. It don't matter what y'all say about Thurman. Oh, Ponytail. Oh, Thurman been hurt. Oh, Thurman got married. He unified that welterweight and fought the best in the division and got the fight and got the fight that everyone still wants to this day. I don't got to defend Danny. Oh, he a cherry picker. No, he not. No, he cherry picker. No, he not. Cherry picker, not. Why? His resume speaks for itself. He's in a pay-per-view fight. I ain't got to defend Wilder. So on and so forth. Y'all emotional. Y'all emotional. Why you worried about my sex life? There's something wrong with you, man. Seek help. 
There's free social workers and psychiatrists out there. Most churches have little psychi uh, you know, psychological programs for y'all. You could go sit down. You know what I'm saying? There's something wrong with y'all that every day you can't go one sentence without cursing. And look, we all curse. I know I throw an F-bomb every now and then, but you say seven in one minute. We literally time your call. What's wrong with you? Pick up a book. We did a book review. It's the lowest show we did. And the book was about boxing. That says something. Pick up a book. And I, I mispronounce shit all the time. And that's why we need to pick up a book. Because if all you got to say is something about a, 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 a homophobic slur, a curse word, when we talking boxing, we're literally talking Earl Spence's tweet. And the fact that I believe his tweet indicates that he could be possibly holding up the fight. But butt tenders are so emotional. They, they want me on a platter so bad, they don't see that we're on the same side of the page today. Let's fight, Ness. Let's call you names. Let's not. Hey, Let's deflect. Let's deflect about his resume. Let's deflect that we don't know what Undango's doing. And since then, he fought a dude that was 8-0 from the Deontay Wilder camp at a shopping center in Alabama. Let's not talk about that. You know, I'm the hater. I love it though. I'm here. Hate all day. Hate me all day. Gennady Big fans said the same. AJ fans said the same. Mm -mm -mm. It sounds like a revolving story. Big Super Max Rodriguez says, "Look at him, y'all. Bud got him all out character." And <laughs> Antonio Lamar says, uh, nobody cares about what he did at 140. Get it through your heads, people. He's at welterweight. No, these, now. these super chats are bud hate. Like, how can you interpret that? At bud? So the whole world is hating. The whole world is hating. Everybody's hating. Except, well, just, uh... except for the trainers. Then that's when they want to talk. They don't want to talk topic again. It's like, oh, Ness, ha-ha, you keep bringing on dudes and they keep saying, but, 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 but. I don't care. Because guess what? I bet you there was some trainers saying that Wilder was going to win the same way I was yelling out the top of my lungs that Wilder was going to win and I got proved wrong. And that's what boxing does, 50-50. It's going to go one or the other way. And let's get that fight. I don't want to use my eyes. I want to use my eyes when the fight's on TV. <laughs> Antonio finished it off with, y'all so emotional. Hit that Carl Thomas, do me. And uh, I believe we went on to Intrigue the Incredible, who says, you can always tell if a butt tender has butterbeaties. If they immediately start screaming when reading names off Bud's resume, be careful, people. <laughs> That's true. I just don't get why we got to yell and curse just to talk about a re If the resume is that good, you ain't got to do all that extra work. That's all. Whoa, is he? Man, where you been, champ and lamp? He comes on the Super Chat, says, don't think Sony's shouting, shaking my damn head. Uh-huh. Nah, he wasn't shouting. He, he just bringing up Ndongo and the man Khan don't want to give no context. And that's I wasn't going to go there and be like, yo, what year you start watching boxing? Because it's like, oh, he fought a man Khan, my man. 
after how many people knocked him out? Like, wh- what about, let's talk about where he was ranked at welterweight at the time. Like, no, they don't want to do that. And that's what I'm saying. It ain't about Bud's resume, but they they get that way. They call in to talk his resume. We talk about Earl literally saying at 4 in the morning that he's in charge of his career. You know, something the Bud tender's been saying for a while. Like, yo, Earl is the one holding up the fight. Now, now they got ammunition, but they want to talk about his resume. I love it, man. And Mario. the treat, the incredible says, Bud resume is a glimpse of what hell is like. Triple fire emoji. Mario, Little we got a bunch emoji. of blog talk over there. Um, I'm going to try and oh, get through shit. as many callers as possible. I ain't even going to talk no more, all right? Caesar in Vegas. Just listening, going once. Twice. Did we go to Mr. PBC? We did, right? We did. We did? We did? Yes, we did. Okay. Evan, go. Hi, TBV. What's going on, TBV? Uh, Man, the only fight I would actually discredit Bud on was uh, Benavidez because he was was on a pogo stick one leg the whole time. we can't forget he beat he beat Khan. He's the only boxer to ever win a fight with a punch to the thigh. But in all seriousness, um, this is just going to be a repeat. I'm being negative. This is going to be a repeat of Wilder and AJ. What two fighters were all begging to fight? One guy saying, "Oh, we'll shut you out. We'll just fight the top five over here." The other guy finds his uh, golden ticket, and then they both lose or some bullshit happens, and then uh, it's just not the same. So I don't really care whose fault it is. We need to put pressure on him to make it happen. Pacquiao's just chilling over there with that other belt. See, the thing is, I'm not saying Bud has a bad resume. Spence's is just a hell of a lot better at 47. So that it's not that Bud is wrong or bad. It's... They're just they're just playing this little game, and then it's eventually the fight's gonna lose what it is. That look at Fury or fucking uh, my bad. Wilder and AJ is never gonna be the same now that they got a draw, a loss, a loss. So each got a knockout, one's got a draw, and then there's a whole nother dude in the equation. I'm just saying they better not let that happen. I mean, it's just, please don't let that happen. I don't care whose fault it is. It's both their faults if that happened. There's that. That's all. Cheers. Juan in the BX. Ten seconds. Yo, yo, what's good, fellas? Yo, all I hear is a whole bunch of screaming. I be thinking my... Yeah, yeah, what's up, bro? All I hear is a whole bunch of screaming. I'm thinking my phone speakers is messed up and shit. My headset. I'm about to go back to Bolson and tell him what's good with my jump off. $250 for something that I'm only here. <laughs> then I noticed it was stone bone and I don't know who else was wilding out. So I guess y'all going to have to change the topic and stuff and stop talking so much about what's his name, Crawford, because you're about to kill some of these dudes, bro. You got them pumping all sorts of air into their body because they can't even breathe. Some dude was running, jogging. I don't know what the heck he was doing. But I hear him talking to Ness. <sighs> Ness, wow. I'm like, damn, what's up with this dude? I, was, I don't know, man, but this butt talk still is a little entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I heard it, right? I thought it was just me bugging, bro. He was out of breath. Like, homeboy was dying. I thought he was, like, thought he was running up. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, for real. That's what I called it. It was a good show, though. I like the entertainment and shit. 
fun. Good luck. All right, bless, brother. Yes. New caller, Mario, with those with those new callers, please help out. Put the state five oh seven five seven is where. Five five oh seven. Five seven oh. Five seven oh. I'll tell you right Did now. He, he left again. Uh, that area code is in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, first time <laughs> caller. Ladies and gentlemen, making his professional debut. Yo. Yo. Yeah, who's this? Yo, what's good? Hey, hey, Ness, I was listening. I was listening, man. Hey, I heard you say something earlier about um, um, about basically feeling bad. Don't feel bad for none of them. At the end of the day, these dudes be talking about what Crawford did at one forty, and the reason why old boy be so. I don't. I don't really give a But the reason why they so mad because they know. Like, okay, Spence ain't never been at one forty. Spence always been at one forty seven. Spence. That I, 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 that 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 what's going that you said um the uh, the topic of the um day was um with you, the way you wrote it out, man. Spence is making the point like you know what I mean like I, like I'm I'm the king here. I'm doing what I want to do. Like Crawford came up here for nobody. We all talk about what boxing what boxing is. What boxing was too. Boxing the best fought the best. Yeah, I get that. But even if they didn't fight the best, they fought some of the good competition. Like like come on, man. Like Crawford. Talk about handpicking. They can't even get on Danny for nothing. Let's be for real about it. They can't get on Danny or nobody else. And what Crawford doing, man, it's clown. And calling somebody out don't mean you really want to fight. So all that, like, I want to, oh, I want to fight him. I want to, like, call him out and, like, if you're a big dog, like, like Smith says, if you're a big dog, when you call him out, you'll try to make it happen. Somewhere, somehow, and no, just sending one off out there and then leaving it alone. Like, these fans... Like, and these, these bud dudes, they, they know the truth. That's why they acting the way they act. Well, I, now I always listen to on, on, on you, Ness, and Ness, you do get you do get a lot of bad a bad a lot of bad um act on what people feel about Crawford. Like I ain't no Crawford hater. I just I just don't like what he's doing in the boxing. Like he one forty on me now at, when you at one forty seven. What are you gonna say when he, when he go, if he goes to one fifty four? You know what I mean? I hear you, champ. I hear you. Justin, Alabama, talk to us. Hey, Ness. Hey, yo. Hey, man, how y'all doing? I just want to say this. I agree with you, but what I feel like Earl Spence is doing, he's doing the same thing that uh, Mayweather did with Pacquiao. Hey, man, sit back, chill. Let's get this bag. Both of them good fighters. Let's give them that. We know Earl fought the better competition at 147. He's just sitting back. They're going to get the bag. And, and these guys get so emotional, they act like they in bed with um, Bud or something. It, it ain't that serious, fellas, but I appreciate y'all's time. I'm listening to y'all over in Alabama, man. Y'all be cool. All right. Bruce in the shy. Man, um, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So when y'all say fight, you know, for, uh, for the better competition at 47, that has to come with a caveat because he's only been at that weight. And if we're speaking facts, facts over feelings, Danny Garcia at 47 ain't really done much either. His big fights he lost. And everybody else he beat, but they was like has been and nobody. Champ, but you see what What's you're up? doing? you saying Danny hasn't done nothing, even though you say you want the best to fight the best. So Danny fights the best and loses. Now listen, let me – 
Okay. Ah, Danny fights the best you. and loses. You saying he ain't done nothing. No, no. You need to say he's attempted to be the best and and win against the best, but hasn't. Because here he is again trying to fight the best. So just because you don't lose, right, and you I, don't get credit okay. now? That's crazy. No, I, I, can, I can respect that. I, 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 can, I can respect that point of view. You know what I mean? I'm just talking about when it comes to I – mean, I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right in that regard. I'll give you that. But I think that uh, Danny's in a better position than Bud is as far as, you know, politics go. And I think if Earl going to say he, he's running shit, that, okay, you running shit. I, I know what he's doing already, how he's, you know, just stepping up, letting Bud is 32 already. He's going to let Bud get probably 33, 34, who knows. Earl just collecting his bread right now. But I think that if you running shit, you need to go ahead and fight Bud. You know what I mean? I, think, I, I do think Bud will win. But it is going to be competitive. We'll see. But I don't. I think that when you're talking about resumes and stuff like that. I think it's the totality of work that needs to be considered. Bud started at 35, 35, 40. Now we have 47. We need a little more Jim, time to get some top dogs. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Since you want to use totality, right? So shouldn't right. threat be some sort of value there? Uh, yeah. All and, right. and I agree. All right. Like, so, so, I, so, I, I agree so, 100%. So, so let me ask you about this logic then. So, yeah, cool. We're going to both give Bud credit for everything he did as a totality because it's like, yo, look, you know, he ain't fight the biggest name, but he, he undisputed. He unified. I get that. So why not give the guys who are fighting the obviously bigger men, bigger punchers, bigger threats, the same credit that you're giving the dude that's fighting the dudes that aren't the bigger punchers, aren't the bigger guys, I do. aren't <laughs> the bigger threats. <laughs> no, I do, man. That's why I think Sean Porter got the best resume at 47. Well, I, I do. Well, there he you go. Well, there everybody you go. he can. You know what I mean? And now he's WBO mandatory, I guess. Him and then uh, Virgil Ortiz. But when, you know, I, I do think Bug going to be Porter, but I think Porter is anybody FB7's worst nightmare. The the new guys that's coming up, and even the even the guys that's established, Porter is the worst guy to fight when you're trying to make a name because he's gonna make it ugly and he probably beat your ass. That's period. He'd beat Virgil Ortiz and Duran Ennis right now. It's two. They need to fight somebody else other than Porter. Porter gonna be beat them. You know that's just the way I see it. But uh, that's my call. All right, we're going to get into some of these super chats. Uh, we're going to start off with my man, Ben Fetelica. He says, I'm sorry. Hashtag Mac done put me in the back of the bus. And uh, next was coming in from AJ. He says, Bud waited almost a year for the Jeff Horn fight after the move up. Earl had an open schedule at that time. He said Keith was the man. This is true, Champalamp. Jarrett Lloyd says, preach, Ness. Preach. R. Jonesy says, Bud fans crazy. Spent don't got to drop everything he doing to fight Buzz because he's fighting no one. Spence giving good fights. Bud can find a way to do it. Next was coming in from Mad Bet 100 says, is today Labor Day? Because you guys working. TBV for life. Shout out to you, Mad Bet. Cheers. PG Darrow 214 says, Bud is trying to take the skip line. What's the skip line? Hmm. Intrigued the incredible. Bud tenders get 
butt ties by taking a dive, snorkel emoji, through the trash, trash emoji, five emoji, laughing my ass off. Next one's coming in from R. Jonesy. Says, no, now they want Bud versus Earl off the accident. LOL. And uh, Jarrett Lloyd on the return says, the trash wizard got his housewives in the line. They are like the baby mother that stays getting cheated on but never leaves. They are emotionally tied in. Two more, two more. All right, we got a, two more that came in on the cut, on the clutch. Facts check. Shout out to Facts check. Says CYP, run it back, bro. This for you. And uh, we got the next one coming in from Mad Ben 100 again. Says like G Davis. Period. 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 Let the black man get his money. Wow. Uh, Do we already hit everybody on Block Talk? No, but I'm staring at a stale uh, hash brown right now. There is no one new on Block Talk, but we got okay. Davidian in Niagara Falls. Davidian. Yo. Hey, Yo. hey what's good, Ness? What up? Uh, what's good? Domi. How are you? What up? Uh, yeah, great show. Uh, I'm just now catching it. So we talking about the Butter Raleigh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I like Crawford, but I don't know, man. I want to see something else. I want to see him fight somebody. Seem like it's always an excuse. He lucky this COVID's going on because I'm telling you, if it wasn't, it'd still be an excuse. So, um, I don't know. He's a good fighter, but I just suppose though that he, uh, you know, I just want to see him in a in a fifty fifty fight, like. Like Amir Khan, come on, man! I wasn't ordering that. Definitely not ordering that. Cause it's like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's my call. Y'all have a good one. God bless. Bless, bro. Thanks for calling in. Then who's next? Looking like Idris in the UK. Go, go, go. Yo, yo, what's good? What else? Yo, man. Wicked and bad, man. You hear me? Dwarf. It's the dwarf fight of the year. You guys tune in. Make sure everybody gets their pay per views, okay? It's four ninety nine. What's happening? Why is there a lot of hostility today, man? I don't know. I guess because Bud, I mean, uh, Earl said that uh, he is, he says, I'm it. At 147, no promoter controls what I do or manager. Yeah, but that's what he's been saying that for a while. Like, you know, just Al Heyman, you know, if you're with Al Heyman, then you can get you get to say shit like take the piss out of people that, you know, managers, promoters, blah, 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 blah. It's just one of them things, man. I don't think he's trying to say he's the, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Saying, saying I'm it means I'm the shit at 147. I mean, you know what, man? Listen, yeah, they, they, they call me the UK bud tender, but let me tell you something. He's got two belts. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. What can you say about that? Exactly. 
But it doesn't stop the fact that Keith Furman asked for $10 million. $10 million? Who think you got? Kelsey Clinton? Yo, $10 million. So why we ain't negotiate down, being as though the Amir Khan got $5 million guaranteed plus pay-per-view upside? He doesn't want it. He doesn't want it next, oh. man. Come on, man. Okay. Read between the lines. Oh, so he Crawford want don't it. want it, you mean? That's why they didn't negotiate? No parts of it. Oh, so Thurman priced himself out. And he doesn't want it, but Crawford didn't send a counter, so he doesn't want it, right? That's not normal logic. Listen, all right, listen, listen. All right, you see, you see, and I and listen, listen to what I do, right? They saying I'm disrespectful, but there are Earl Spence fans that have to pay for counter punches and boomerangs. I literally give bud tenders more time to try and defend the nonsense, and I only cut them off when they get the lion. When you got to lie, I can't, I, I'm not going to waste time on you because time is money. Other people paying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing to lie about. Let's just talk facts. That's it, man. Why we got to lie? Can I talk to you? I really want to speak with who is next on call. Thank you for keeping me on point. We got King Born next. When you see old dirty bastard form a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your <laughs> Yo, 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 you hear me? You hear me? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yo, next, somebody, yo, they trying to blow your head off. God, you, you, you gonna need that bulletproof. Call soon, you heard? Yo, let's get to it, man. Um, yo, Ruiz Ariola, that's Burger King versus McDonald's. They gonna have a fight in a Burger King McDonald's, you heard? And yo, Ruiz is gonna sleep Ariola with the, you know, when you at the, the, you know, you at the counter and you trying to get your soda. You gonna sleep him with the reaching for the soda style. You know, you reaching for the soda, you almost hit somebody in their jaw. He gonna sleep him like that. It's coming. Ruiz gonna sleep Ariola. Mexico versus Mexico. That's what all them Mexican cats wanted. Heavyweight too. Wow. But it's gonna be interesting. Yo, Ness, like I said, man, you gonna have to fireproof your car. Like Prodigy said, you got to wear the vest. They trying to take your head off today. Don't really care. Been here for 10 years, champ. And oh, talk to us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you a young fella. And he comes from the Magnolia. What's poppin', what's poppin', Ness? Chillin'. Chillin'. See, bro, man, you know every time we, we talk about this subject, bro, on a, on a back call, on a show, it's gonna go left, man. Shit gonna go left, you hear me? That's just what it is, like, so you got to already know that. Well, I'm pretty sure you know that when it was before, when, when y'all think about what y'all gonna put on, on the airways how this shit gonna turn out. So it's like, 
you got to put the wall paint under your eye and, and, and be ready for battle. You know, you understand what I'm saying, bro? Because it, it's a it's a it's an everyday struggle. You dig? That that have a conversation and try to give your opinion, and then you got the other side, bro. Just whatever whatever you come with, dog. It's it's gonna go left. Ain't nowhere around. We just gotta see the fight, man. It ain't no agree to disagree. Ain't no cutting down the middle. That's just what it is. I mean, that's gonna be show at the show and bad call at the bad call, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a soldier, bro. And no, you've been around, you've been around a while. Uh do you Remember it being this bad. You understand? No. This bad. Not even packing y'all. Exactly. exactly. And you know why? You know why? You want to know what's the key element? Both they resumes is legendary. So we can't say, oh, look at it. You can tell me ducking. No. It always had to be about money and pushed onto the promoters. You know? And then it's like, yo, oh, I don't want to get tattoos. Now we starting to see who ain't want the fight. But see, right now, the bud tenders want to live in this fake fog. But Pacquiao resume was legendary. Mayweather fought somebody, Pacquiao fought him. Pacquiao fought somebody, Mayweather fought him. Okay? They gave us what we wanted. You about to fight Kell Brook now. I, let me not even get upset. Let me go double check how many years from when Pacquiao beat up Cotto first to Mayweather fighting him. And again, even Mayweather did, and Mayweather gave you the blueprint, and I told the team, but fight Brooke at 54 like Mayweather fought Cotto at 54. What did Mayweather do all throughout the press conference? I ain't sucking him down. I'm fighting the real Cotto. I'm respecting him. I'm fighting the real Cotto. No, no, you want to fight a dude ain't been at welterweight in three years, but you want me to shut up. I'm a hater because I'm telling my listeners who come to find out about boxing that Kelbrook ain't fought at welterweight in three years. I'm a hater for telling the truth. Come on, y'all, that's not fair. That's not fair. I'm a hater for telling you the history that, that Mayweather seen it exactly the same, laughed at Pacquiao and said, no, I'll fight you at 54 where you comfortable. I'm not going to drain you to 44. I'm a hater for bringing that up. I'm a hater. All right, well, fuck it then. I'm a hater then. Fuck it. Fudge Next it, up, man. next up, Canada. What it do, champ? Champ, you there? What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's good? Listen, man, it's crazy, man, being an Earl Spence fan, you know what I'm saying, and understanding that, you know, you cannot deny Terrence Crawford's talent. The talent is there, you understand? But everybody can see clearly that he's not in control of his career. And Bob is out here saying everybody's outpricing themselves, not giving it an opportunity for a negotiation. It's just sad to see, man. It's sad to see. Nobody, you know what I'm saying, everybody want to call not Terrence, let me fight, let me get a fight. But here comes Bob. Here comes Bob holding on to that money. Super tight. You know what I'm saying? Is he worth it or is he not worth it? The talent to me seems like it's worth it. What do you guys think? Uh, you talking about who being worth it? Brooke? No, but being worth it to pay the other his opponents what they're asking for. He's a hard fight. Bro, I don't know what's the problem, man. 
You know, uh, the the way the bud tenders tell me, they like, Ness, why don't you see it? All the world-class trainers see it. All the real writers see it. Everybody sees it. So if everyone sees it, why is it so hard to make these fights? I don't understand. That and must I, feel, mean, I really think that, that everybody mean, needs to go that to Bob, mean, man. That must mean the money is there. When you the top guy, people right. want to see you lose. So that's why they pay, to see you lose or to see you win. Floyd told you that years ago. So I, I don't know why it's only hard for him. Everybody else. I see Loma, Loma getting Loma getting the fight he want. Tyson Fury got the right? fight he want. Ramirez got the fight he want. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. So everybody needs to turn their attention away from Earl Spence fans and talk to Bob, man. Get in Bob's inboxes. Ask Bob what's going on, man. You gotta get Terrence out there, man. He's he's that good. He's still not going to be Earl, though, but... <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get four. to... You got something? No, I was just going to say, you know, four four fights in the welterweight division against guys that, you know, uh, obviously are not the guys we want to see. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe he's just being paced. He's being paced very slow. Uh, yeah. Uh... Call you error, error one, error two, error five. We got intrigue, Dean Credible in Atlanta. What up? I said, if it don't fire hotter than a throwaway, I need my money now. No extra day. Your time's up, coons ready. Ain't no other way. It ain't no other way. That's all I got. I say what I mean, do what I say. I pray my chopper bullets don't spray. Go in. <laughs> hey man, I ain't left this hard as yo. Long, man. Oh, sh- yo, bruh. I promise you, I thought Doomy had my Earl Spence laughing. Why you sound just like Earl laughing? Like, look, don't even laugh no more. I'm gonna play my laugh. Oh, snap, bruh. Stop laughing, man. This chat going crazy, man. Butter beaties is real, people. Y'all got to leave these folks alone, man. These folks is going crazy. The range just screaming for no reason. Man, they taking this thing way too serious, but it's going to be okay, man. I'm going to open up some, some clinics, and we're going we gonna to cure this butter beaties. We're going we gonna to rig this from the sport because it's bad for boxing, man. It's really bad. That's all I wanted to say, man. Keep, it, keep doing what y'all doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> DBX on the super chat says No, the goat, you dig? Flex bicep emoji CYP is Deleted Uh, well We got What do you got for me? Are you Clark. Yo. 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 I just want to say uh real quick, Ness, I ain't never I'm I'm online, right? I ain't never seen uh a, a, a black fighter get a pass like this 
uh, in boxing. I've never seen this before. This is the first time uh, Floyd didn't get this pass. I'm talking about Crawford. Tyson didn't get this pass. Uh, Tyson still, Tyson about to murder Roy Jones based off of what we're talking about right now. He never received the respect in the boxing world. Yeah, uh, casual fans and, you know, people, you know, give him all the love in the world. But in the real fight world where we really judge it, we don't give Mike Tyson that kind of love. He was a great talent, just like Bud. But until it's proven in the ring, we don't get that kind of credit. So now Roy, uh, Roy about to die in the ring. I hate to say it like that, but Mike Tyson not coming to play because he understands that he has something to prove and he left meat on the bone. So the same thing with Terrence Crawford, 32 years old and ain't never fought nobody. I hate to say it like that, but just because you 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 uh you got all the belts at 140, who would you fight? None of those guys are any good right now. Somebody should be worth something right now. Ain't nobody worth you know, Postal didn't look bad, even though I had Ramirez winning. You know, I had him winning, but Postal didn't look bad. You know, Delorme has looked better, even though he just lost. You know, he's looked better since that Crawford loss. Look, man, again, it, it shouldn't have been about resume. That's all they make it about, man. It, it should have been about the tweet and, uh, you know, kind of Earl, I don't know. Telling him how he feel or showing us that he's doing what he wants, not what we want him to do. We got another one. Boxing expert comes in and says, Ness, I love when you beats these fans down. Three laughing emojis. You the goat. Four emojis of a cabra. Brandon Cincinnati. Been missing you, man. Let's go, champ. You feel me? Oh, you just listening, champ? Oh! Boomerangs with an S. J Mac. Boomerang. Mac attack. I'm not getting on here defending what you do. Anybody that listens know that you switch your narratives up. You change your argument up. That's why you get called out on it. One argument for Canelo when James Kirkland, when he fought James Kirkland off that layoff, you weren't on here purring it out like you're purring out certain things. So you switch your narrative up daily. That's why you get called a hater. Like I said earlier, I'm tired of going back and forth, butter beaties, clowns sitting up there cracking jokes. Boxing is a, a fickle sport anyway. Fans switch tune, they pick side, they pick fighters, and they cheer for this guy. I'm rolling with Bud. None of you niggas knocked me off my 10 toes. I'm standing down on it. We will see the fight. Like I said, my fighter was undisputed at, uh, I mean, um, unified at 140. Arrow got to get unified. In order to get unified, he got to get the WBO belt from Bud. Until that happened, I'll stay right here on my Bud side or Bud of Beaties or whatever you niggas talking about. That's my call. Yeah, there you go, man. But uh, you meant to be undisputed because he's already unified. You know what I mean? Mark Blake, Super Chat, says, great interview. Keep up the great work. Shout out to you, Mark. We appreciate that. And uh, next was coming in from... Is it Mark in Netherlands? Is he? I believe not, because it says USSD. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah, only Mark Blake. We can move on to the next caller. We have Boomerang. Sony. Boomerang. Sony Boomerang. 
Hopefully, if you can, get my boomerang to J. Mac or Stoneball. Stone? He's scared, y'all. He's scared. Just telling the truth. He's feeling himself. He was out kicking it. Came home to a beautiful house, beautiful family, uh, beautiful life. And he said, yeah, man, I'm the, I'm the guy. And he posted it. I'm not mad at him for telling the truth, but he's telling you the truth that he's the one that can decide when he want to fight Buzz. So I'm, I don't, I'm not all super emotional. I'm not. I know I fit into the Bud tender category, but I hold myself at a different standard. I ain't going to get on here. Uh, yelling at people and wasting my time trying to uh, go out of bounds because it, it, it does nothing for the purpose because it's sitting there in your face. He's saying, when I want to fight Bud, I'm going to fight him. And how you take that as a Spence fan, that's on you. How I take that as a Crawford fan, that's on me. But it's a fact that it's sitting there. And we can stop all of this 50-50 and guys ain't never been. Look, Sugar Ray retired for two years and didn't take the fight. Two years. But we don't, but guys know we don't give guys a hard time. This never happened before. Sugar Ray retired for two years and then came back and took the fight. And all of this 50-50 fight. Let's just be let's pull up Earl resume. Where I don't like the resume talk either, but how many 50-50 fights in Earl's last 10 fights would you say when going into that fight there was a 50-50 fight? Won't be Mikey. Some people were saying he gonna kill Sean. He son can't sell out a, but I said I said that was a closer fight, and they called me a Earl Spence hater for saying that that's a close fight with Sean Porter. The Lamont Peterson not a close fight. Maybe Kell Brook was you would have considered a 50-50 fight, but a lot of people felt like after the the Golovkin fight, Earl was the favorite. So go through the list and tell me what was the 50-50 fight. It wasn't Little Mikey, so we can say that was a big name. It's not gonna be. Uh, Danny Garcia is not a 50-50 fight. Wreck or not, Earl is still a 60-40 favorite. Danny has a puncher's hand. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Gave you two boomerangs there because your own and someone else gave you one. Um, But this is what I'm saying. Like, even if Crawford and Earl fight, who's to say that's 50-50? Nah, it's more uh, like Danny and Spence Fury, is like 49-51. Fury, Fury and Wilder fought, and that wasn't 50-50. There was, there was a, a favorite and there was an underdog, and there will always be. So that's not a, a, a nitpick, but that's why he's still my caller of the year. And you see, because he stuck to the topic. And that's what I'm Stupendous. saying. If you read the tweet, there's nothing to argue with me about. But people, you know, they make it about me. Um, 704 gifted his boomerang to King Bourne. Seven oh four. I mean, King Born. Yo, you hear me? You hear me? Yeah. Yo, yeah. We, we are the world staff. We are the world. We are the lovers of boxing. All we want to do is get the fight and make it right. But ain't nothing gonna happen to these motherfuckers fight. Sing along, people. We are the world. Ain't nothing gonna happen to the fight happen. 
ODB style. Peace, y'all. Let's go, champ. All right. Uh, we got a new caller with no no uh, username, champ. So what's, we don't what's the know. what's what's the area on that? Nah, it's not an area. He's on it's Skype. On, uh, Skype. He's on Skype. Skype Whoa. He's on Skype. You are, you are sitting in your mum's spare rooms, tickling your bollocks. Yo, Skype. My man, if you feel like you want to talk, we talking to you. Come forth. If you feel like, yo, I just hopped on, I'm I'm, I'm trying to talk. That was you. We talking about you. All right, we're going to take it like you don't want to talk. We're going to Brandon in Cincinnati. Yo, Ness, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, man, I've, uh... I've refrained from calling in on these topics because this topic seems to bring the casual fans out. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the thing I hate doing. I hate arguing and debating with casual fans because I find myself getting a headache because they just don't know as much about boxing as me. So all I'm going to say is this. Uh, when the big fights do happen, don't be frugal with your wallets. Play some bets. That go for you too, Ness, you know. I mean, you Play ain't, you ain't never going to give me the odds that the bookies do, so that's irrelevant to me. I make that's bets. I make bets. That's we do a betting show every Friday. I don't know about you and your bets. That's all I'm going to say. Jared Lloyd, Intrigue, all the ones sending super chats with the jokes. When the fights get made, spend some money with me, man. Because uh, I got a feeling I'm going to be a very rich young man when these fights do get made. But that's my call. Y'all ain't going to get that energy from me. But, uh, yeah, y'all have a go. And uh, Carlitos, I'm coming for that bread, bro. I'm 2-0 this week. I'm coming for that money. So you on your throne right now, but, yeah, that money coming back to the uh, America. So, yeah, so I need that. But y'all have a go. All right. Uh, coming to America. And, oh, you get a gifted boomerang from Trainer Bay. Gee. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. The proof in the pudding. That's like I said. I'm just waiting for the fights, bro. That's it. Everybody, I know who I got my money on. You did. Whoever won't bet me with the Cholo fights, I'm, the Cholo going. They gonna clean. They gonna they gonna wipe the floor with the competition coming up in um. What that is? That's that's September, right? Yeah, September. What the date is on that one? That's I gotta I gotta double check that. But I got for money. Who? For Earl? I got, nah, nah, for the Cholo, like it did. Oh. Brandon, what's up? Let, Brandon, I got, I got, I got, I got a hundred on board to the Cholo. What's good? Let's get it in. <laughs> you, you understand me? <laughs> Let's get it. That's the, they, they want the money. I'm bringing the money. What's up? Let's make it happen. You did. I got, I got a hundred on the Cholo and spent. You hear me? Let's get it popping. Okay. That's my call, man. Yo, uh, yeah, that's some, that's some, uh, you know, I don't know who taking Dervianchenko. Everybody talk about the Charlos. Let's see who really going to pick Dervianchenko against Jamal. You got a super chat? Super chat from Boxing Expert. Hay que hacerle un corrido al difunto CY Queen. Uh, hmm, corrido, difunto. I'm going to have to translate this the right way. Uh, <laughs> He putting you to work. Uh, 
Yeah, no, no, it's 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 the, it's this. All right, look, we have to make a song for the deceased CY Queen. Uh, boomerang intrigue. Boomerang. Give it to PBC, Ness. PBC. Miss Gifted Miss Boomerang. Hey, play my song. I ain't never got my call. You lying. You lying. I ain't never lie. You lying. You owe me my shirt. Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingwoods.com. From the flyers. Canelo talking about he believed he could win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharp knife. Because I'm going to push it up. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Hey, do me. Play that best part of waking up. Well, here we go. The best part of waking up is TV is TVV in your cup. <laughs> Shout out to you, champ. You got a better up. better voice than anyone else of the hosts. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is another Comedy Central and shit. You know, when uh, we talk about Terrence, but uh, last time I checked, I was driving through PBC neighborhood and uh, Spence said he's he's the best. He ain't got no promoter. You know, holding his his cash in his pockets, he makes the fights he want to make. He don't have to fight bum lords and one eyed dudes and one eyed lobster tails. You know, and uh, <clears throat> Yo, this is call, crazy, man. You call that, uh, that Tyson Fury was a fat man for two tail. years, and uh, Terrence Crawford been in, in one forty seven for about three to two years, so he ain't even got a fight yet. That's big. He hit uh, Amir Khan in the nuts and uh, got dropped by Crab Lob. Cut it, cut it, hit Amir Khan in the nuts. Holy testicle You know what's funny about that? That Amir Khan, I feel like, uh, didn't he win that fight over Zab? Zab felt the same way. Like, yo, you hit me in the nuts. And the ref was like, hell no, that wasn't in the nuts. I'm counting you out. Remember? (laughs) Zab and Khan. Oh, oh, obviously, I'm asking Mario. He's not going to admit it, but. There was something like that, like a low blow, and, and Zab tried to, like, yo, he's looking at the ref, like, yo, yo, oh, went down to one knee, and it was like, you counted out, champ. Um, let's see here. That is everyone's boomerang, I believe. Yup. Boomies. My um, man Damo Jackson on the super chat. With the nothing love. to say, nothing to say, just showing us some love and support. Speaking of support, there are other ways you can support the show. You can hit that thumbs up button. You can hit that bell because if it ain't shaking, you ain't baking with us in the morning or any other show where we are always coming and breaking news and doing so much Yo, other things throughout the day. We almost got you through half of your eight hour work schedule. Yep, you know, my hash brown with the stale edges is the perfect... uh, 21 more minutes, and we got you through half your work schedule, which means you should be taking lunch, or we we freaking work straight through lunch because you started at 8. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we got you through half your day. 21... 
Let me see a super chat for twenty one more dollars for twenty one more minutes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm being cheap. I don't I'm joking. I'm joking. I gotta go. My dog's looking at me like, yo, what the fuck you mean? Look, Mario said I'm out. <laughs> Mario said, what? The, what yo, the, what yo, the said, f is wrong with yo, this guy? Yo, he didn't even stick around for the joke. He said twenty one more minutes. Nah, nah, champ. He disappeared. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yo, yo so the my last dog, Tiger's up, ears rang up when yo, you said that. My like, my dog what? was like, what in the? Yo, uh, the last Skype caller. We haven't gotten to... Oh, shit. We never went to Keem either. Let's go, champ. No one left behind. Keem, did we go to you? And are you going? All right. There goes the, last, the other caller we didn't get to. Yeah, up. Oh, shit. All right. Keem, is that a no? Going on? Twice. All right. Keem? No. All right. All right, so we'll go to you, sir. You just unmuted twice. We're talking to you. You're free to talk. All right, let's talk. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, man, look, I just had a couple of questions. Well, man, when you you were talking about Mikey Garcia and you were questioning his blood Crawford's uh, lineage, uh, his leniency at, uh, or his lineage, I should say, my bad, his lineage at uh, 135. Yeah. And I just wanted to know, like, who did Mikey fight at 135? I'm looking at his career right now. What what makes you think that Bud needed to fight Mikey to become the man? Like, because Bud has three victories at 135 that I will put against anything Mikey's ever done at 135. So what do you think about that? So, so you don't think that Mikey Salido win was bigger, even though it wasn't at 35? But Mikey had a Yo, win. Right. Hold on, I just said 135. Hold on, but but uh, but also you got this Latta Cannon who was a champion, right? Uh, also Mikey beat uh Easter who was a champion. Uh, also, Mikey B. But by that time, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just giving you 35 pound wins because you don't want to like uh, consider Mikey a 35 pounder at the time that uh, Crawford fought because he was also in litigation. But I was saying there was a guy out there. That's just the bottom line. Like he had the Salido win and the Rocky Martinez win. Out. You don't got to. You don't got to mute, champ. You don't got to mute. I want you. Um, you know, Okay, my Yeah, you good. You good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you so you think that hold on my bad. But somebody even, else talking but, but but listen, even if Mikey was dead, not dead, right? All I, you don't gotta you don't gotta mute, champ. I don't know why you keep muting. You good. Yo, yo, it's just a habit, bro. It's just a habit. Oh. If you oh, talk no, you good. Wanna... Perfect, perfect. <laughs> if you got microphone etiquette, dog, we gonna get along. Good. What's your name? Oh, my name is uh Stormbringer, man. Stormbringer. Oh, he bring I like that. Nice. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta update your screen name. Get with the guys in the back. They know yeah, how to I, do I that. I just downloaded it, bro. I, I just downloaded it. My bad. All good. No, listen. No problem. All good. All good. So listen. Forget about Mikey. I'm just saying. No, no. But that's why I called. This. But, but, that was the premise of my call. Yeah, but, so, so but it's still. I, I, I want to talk listen, about that. But the premise. Look, Gamboa, right? But so he fought Gamboa. He fought Gamboa. Mikey Doug Gamboa. You know that, right? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Me nah. Listen, my, remember that, that Gamboa was with top rank plus two Cuban promotions. So Gamboa was supposed to get a pay-per-view fight with uh, Brandon Rios. Pulled out of it then, Right. Rios eventually fought Abril, and Gamboa went into litigation, got out of his contracts, and got signed to SMS. So you tell me when he could have ducked Mikey. Mikey could have fought Gamboa. Mike, Mikey also, uh, my, my point was this. The three victories that I said that, that Bud had 
mm-hmm. right? I said those were. I will put those up against against Mikey's, right? Think against, about it. Against Mikey's three at thirty five or Mikey's three at twenty six. Let me. I need you to be specific. No, 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 no. Not at super featherweight. I'm talking about at one thirty five. Okay, so we so we're gonna use Mikey's wins at thirty five. Beautiful. So, I mean, I mean, you seem to discredit the Gamboa win, and I'm telling you right now, Gamboa would have washed Mikey. Mikey wanted no parts of Gamboa. Mikey. All right. Also. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's debate hold that. Up, but no, also but let's not go past that. You said. Okay, well, let me mute you, that. You, 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 you're trying to say that Gamboa would have washed Mikey when you're forgetting. Prime Gamboa, what, yes, sir. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, no, prime. He could be prime because, look, we have evidence, bro. We have See, I don't know 40 years ago, 20, uh, I don't need box rack. And Mikey and Gamboa had a common opponent. Gamboa beat Orlando Salido, but he got knocked up and down that ring. And I mean down. Counted knockdowns, if you want, I'll Google it, tell you how many. Whereas Mikey was beating the hell out of Orlando. And then Orlando, they had a headbutt, nose broke or something, they had to go to the cards. But Mikey had already scored like two knockdowns on Salido. So Mikey, hold on. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey fought Salido in 2013 on January 19th. And let me sign in the box track just so I can give you how many knockdowns he scored. Three. Three, thank you. And then Gamboa... No, four, four total. Twice in round one, and then three and four. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. And then and then, and so then then Gamboa... He, so, so. And then, hold on, hold on, champ. Gamboa fought him first in 2010, okay? So he had him three years earlier, and look what happened to Gamboa, right? So when Gamboa fought him, uh, he, Gamboa down once in the eighth round, was also deducted two points in the twelfth round. And Salido was down in the 12th round. So that sounded like a back-and-forth fight, whereas the other fight was a wash. But go ahead. What's your next point? Help me. Oh, uh, no. No, well, that wasn't your point. What you're saying is that he beat Gamboa. What you're saying is that Gamboa didn't win as convincing as Mikey. My whole point is this. The three victories and at the time no, right there. No, 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 sir. Not to mention. No, sir. Hold my up, point, not, my not, point I was those, making those three, is that you said those, Gamboa of Prime would wash Mikey, and I gave you Gamboa of Prime versus a common Mikey opponent, and it don't look like what you said is true. That's all I'm showing. You said it don't look like what I said is true. Mikey, like I don't have the box rack in front of me. What do you need? I, I, I distinctly help you. Remember, I got it in front hold, of me. Hold up, hold up, hold up. But but what I what I I distinctly remember Mikey saying that first of all that Bud Crawford was just too much. He he conceded that Bud was better than him. He's done that on several occasions. Okay. At lightweight, you, you said that Bud Crawford. You said that Bud Crawford um, wasn't a lineal because he didn't beat Mikey. But Mikey didn't want to fight. When has there ever been that Mikey? Do you have any documentation or any type of video or anything that you could reference to that says that Mikey Garcia ever wanted to fight Bud Crawford? Because no, I have videos no, that I can no, post. No, 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 no. Listen, brainstorm, right? How could he possibly prove that? So how listen, could he possibly? So, so you, listen, you're gonna hold that against me? No, I'm not. Hold on, hold I'm this. gonna admit okay. that I'm wrong. Listen, I'm trying to admit that I'm wrong, and say that you are right. Uh, Mikey wasn't there. I can't hold Bud to fight in Mikey. Okay, but I'm admitting I was wrong. I'm still saying I'm not impressed with the three wins at 35 to call the man <laughs> lenial. Lenial. 
Listen, he didn't say that they're not impressive wins. He said they're not impressive enough to be considered lineal. No. And I, I don't know a human in the world that would make that argument. I just, I, I Listen, Gamboa has, at the time of Crawford fight, maybe eight knockdowns already on his resume. Beltron at the okay, time of Crawford fight. If, if anything, that proves that he's willing to get up and that he'll get up and he'll knock. He'll you can still pull out the victory whether he's fighting someone that may have more punching or someone who caught him with a good shot. Listen, right? absolutely. we fall down and get up. Absolutely, so we could look that, at it that way. We could look at it that way, or we could absolutely look at it like he has a vulnerable chin. Okay. All well, right. he seemed to do very, very well with that vulnerable chin. He seems to have won championships with that vulnerable chin, right? Now, when Bud Crawford fought him, he dominated him in a fashion that I've never seen anyone else dominate him. Yes, there was a round where Bud Crawford got hit with some good shots. But look, like I said, Gamboa in his prime, right? Would you consider Gamboa in his prime when he fought Bud Crawford? That's my question. What Would I consider him what? In his prime. In his prime. When he fought Crawford. I thought Gamboa was the shit, but remember... When Gamboa was the shit, which you don't want to say because you're is out of context, you know. I'm a fan of the sport, so I remember when Gamboa was the shit. It was at 26. Gamboa's super fight was with a 126-pounder in Juan Manuel Lopez. He didn't fight him because Lopez lost twice back-to-back uh, to Salido, who Gamboa went on to fight. Then his super fight was going to be Rios, who was HBO darling. But he decided, yo... In a pay-per-view, I got three promoters. That's it. I'm going to court. And he shot out, and 50 Cent and Mayweather helped him. I mean, I don't I don't know what you want me to tell you. I really you. don't know what but wins I want at 135 no, no. make him go with that. Hold on, Mario. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mario. No, no, no. You go. You go. It's your call. Go ahead. No, my whole point was this. Like, Ness don't need help, right? Like, Ness is the king of narratives and twisting it. He don't need your help, Mario. But look, this is what I'm saying right now. I mean, he can add the facts. The reason why I called up is because you downplayed and you basically discredit uh, Buck Crawford's um, lineage at 135 and him being that guy. So a fighter like Mikey who didn't want to fight him, Mikey don't want to fight him now. Mikey's has conceded in multiple videos and in interviews that Buck Crawford's pound for pound the best fighter in the world. And because of... Uh, politics that some people will put Loma over him. He said that the week of his fight with Errol Spence, right? He also said that he don't want to fight Bud Crawford because he hates Bud Crawford's style, right? So so let so, me ask you, so uh, should, should, right, I, should I be ranking Mikey? Should I be ranking Crawford talking. because uh, Mikey said he feels he would lose? That's what you want me to do? No, no. What I want you to do is to realize that he wouldn't have... You, you claim you discredited... um. Bud Crawford at 135 because no, no, he no, didn't champ, fight Mike. Remember, you said, well, how, remember, could you, champ, how could he champ, be winning you if he didn't Mike? Champ, this listen, is what you said. Champ, stop chasing your tail. I already admitted that you were right, right? And conceded, remember? I moved on and told you, but I still don't think his three wins at 35 make him lenient. I, I gave you that. You won. Mikey wasn't there. Mikey didn't want to fight him. Whatever Mikey excuse you want, you one, I'm saying it now it's almost not, five times. I'm saying it now almost five not times. It's not, it's not, but it's not an excuse, though. My, but, but this is the thing. You still seem like you're throwing dirt on it, but it, that's cool. You have every right. It's your show and it's your so, opinion. So, no, it's not my this. show. If it, were my, Marquez, me, if it were my show, Marquez, if it were my show, Marquez you wouldn't be here this long, is. champ. 
You would you've gotten more time than anybody else because I'm dying for you to make a case. But what are you what are you telling me that I have to think that that, that Beltron is what Hall of Famer? No, I, I, no. What I'm thinking, what I'm saying is his victories at 135. He Bel- earned his Beltrons. No. I'm not, it's not just Beltron. It's what he's done in total at 135. Who, right? though? He, Who? Beat, he, he beat... Hold on. He beat Ricky Burns, and he went to another man's country, right? You could downplay it all you want, right? Here we go. But that shit looked like... If you, go. Go, if you go back and you watch that fight, that shit looked like a clan rally over there. Like, oh, the only black man. people there were Bud Crawford and, you know, his, dog, his camp. Dog. Look, 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 hold on. First of all, hold on, hold on. First of all, now you're using the race narrative when you're forgetting that when AJ fights, all you see is white people. Chill, champ. Chill. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? Tell, tell me, me you see black people when AJ fights or Dillian White fights. Come on, bro. Come on. No. What I'm telling you is... The UK it's is totally like different. that. It's, I'm, no, it's not. I'm not playing a race card, but I'm not going to downplay what You just what did. You and just hold did. Up, hold up. No, I didn't. Okay, so, no, I so didn't. let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Since you're saying you, you don't want to downplay. It like this. It was a more hostile environment when he went over there and fought Ricky Burns than when Errol Spence went over there and fought Kel Brook. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Again, I'm talking about listen, the hostile environment. Listen, so if you want to discard listen the to me. that's fine. Listen to me. Listen to me. Again, I'm conceding. I'm going to, for argument's sake, agree that it was super hostile for Crawford when he went to the Ricky Burns fight. Now, I need you to give the listeners context. When Ricky Burns and Crawford fought, was Ricky Burns considered the number one in that division, or was he ducking Broner for two consecutive divisions? Uh, At that time, I believe, yeah. I mean, nobody would put him over Broner, especially at that time. All right, but then. for that, for, so why, hey, so on, why, so why are you propping wait, wait. up? Why are you hold propping up, up a mediocre? Why you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, why are you propping up a mediocre win over a dude that was ducking the number one in the division who wanted to unify? He wanted to unify, but he's ducking him. But but you want to prop this it isn't up. About this this is no this no I'm I'm not going to discredit how, what Bar Crawford did and who he defeated. It? I never said Ricky Burns was a world beater. See, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to stretch it to some other shit that I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm not. I'm All I want to talk about around. was him at 135 and the fact that he earned his lineage. He earned he earned the lineal championship. It's not his fault that you claimed that because he didn't fight Mikey, you said how could he be lineal? Okay, so if he never fought Mikey. So, so Mikey, hold up, Mikey never wanted to fight Bud Crawford, and it's documented him saying that he don't like so Bud you Crawford's going, you, style. You chasing your tail again, right? I, no, I, that's what I call for. It <laughs> that's what about you're that. saying. So you conceded that we're good, we good, we good. You, but well, I appreciate you conceding. But good. but we don't agree that he deserved Lenio at thirty five. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so who deserved it, bro? Because the only guy that you put in front of him that didn't want, like, I he mean, didn't want to fight. So I, mean, who, I mean, if you really want me so to he get can't technical. Get because the guy that you, you hold really, in front of him If you really want, want me him. to get technical, if you really want me to get technical, he never fought Broner, who, who, who was the man. Broner was the man at 35. Broner was the man. Broner had a contract. So uh, he was lineal, is what you're saying. He was a lineal champion. No, but but remember, who else 
in that year, right? Look, Bud was at 35 from 2013 June, right? Until 2014 November, right? Okay? So two years roughly. Brona was in there from 2012 to the very end of 2013, right? So, Broner fought three times on HBO. Three times on HBO, right? Oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah. So, no, I said I said December. That's wrong. That's a, That was the Marcos McDonough. Uh, but thir- thir- 2013, February, and he was in 35... Oh, wow, man. You're right again, dog. He was really only there for three fights. But fucking Ricky Burns ducked him, all right? Look, here's the proof. <laughs> no, see, seriously. I just pulled it up. No, no, no. I was about to catch you. I no, got no, it right no. But you know it's pool, true. Bro. You know it's true. Look, you know it's true. He fought Vicente Escobedo and DeMarco, which was his biggest win at 35. He beat DeMarco before Linares, I believe, right? So Stopped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he looked good in Atlantic City. Plus, it was packed. You know, you know a star was born. So then they did business with Eddie, and he was supposed to get the Ricky Burns fight. So Eddie brought Gavin Reese to Atlantic City. Broner fought him, beat him up, and he was supposed to get Burns. Burns duck. Remember, that was two times because he was at 30. But Broner was at 35 legitimately from 2012 July to uh, 2013 February. And Crawford was there. In 2013 and in 2012. In 12, look, at the same time on HBO, oh, no, his first shot on HBO was at 40. So Crawford wasn't even on the scene at 35 when Broner was there. It was a press conference. Crawford wasn't even on the scene at 35 when Broner was there. Crawford later, later, like a month later, he got a month later when Broner left. So, there was nobody there. That's why people nobody. say. That's why people say who he fought. I'm sorry, bro. Look, he, he fought. Hold up, he he fought. He fought the fighters that he needed to fight to be. He fought champions. He's he fought undefeated fighters who were at bruh, that listen, division. It's not listen, his fault. Look, that, hold look, up, it's not his fault that. Look, I'm gonna read them off to you because you said you got you got box right there. Look. And look, right. we, 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 but, but hold up. Listen. But what I'm saying is, how can you, like, you, you trying to, you, you want to penalize him for Broner going up? Like, you want to penalize nah, him for, that's like penalizing Bud no, at no, 140. No, 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 no. That's like, hold up. But, that, but that's like penalizing Bud at but 140 bro. because Danny Garcia went up to 147. But, bro, you can make that. You can make that. That's like, negotiations. That's, that's negotiations. You oh, can make that. Look. That's what nothing. I called for, bro, what I contacted you was for, bro, is it like the way you discredit him at 135 and discredited the fact that he was a linear champion. You were trying to say that he wasn't because of who he fought. But what I'm saying is, it's like you can't it's not his fault. And you said it's because of Mikey. He didn't fight Mikey. and Mikey was the man there, supposedly. Well, my whole point to you is, is that Mikey never wanted to fight Bud Crawford. Never. He still don't to this very much to this very day. Three weight classes later, he still don't want to fight him. Right? I hear you. He Sam. fought. I so he you, fought, right? But it's not his fault that Broner won. To you, it's not his fault to that you, to fight you, him. to you is not his fault, and to you, you're okay. I am not okay 
with those names and calling him lenient. You will never be okay with Bud Crawford, period. But, but I have a question but why? for you. Why, why, Crawford, why do you believe that? Why do you believe that? See, okay. I, I, I've been doing this so long that you can go to December, uh, uh, March 30th, 2013 on his YouTube channel, and mm -hmm. I bet you uh, the next day is Sunday, and you're going to hear me bragging about Bud. And also... Right, back when you had dreads. Back when you had the dreadlocks. Exactly. Right? So then what's the problem? What's the problem? No, You want to know what's the problem? You want to know what's the problem? You want to know what's the problem? The problem is, is that if you liked him back then, and now he's done way more since then, he has way more achievements, and there seems to be a, a line of the street drawn when it's up, when it's him, but compared bro, to everyone else. Bro, so, so bro, you're gonna penalize him for being, Hold up, hold up. You got to let oh me my finish God. my sentence, brother. So you're going to penalize him for being ducked. You're going to penalize him <laughs> for uh, fighters who weren't there when he got there. Right when he got his big chance, that he that like when he fought Brett Prescott, he had to bet on himself, right, off a of one week notice or some shit like that. So my whole point to you is that no matter what he does, it seems to be a problem. Now this month he becomes thirty three years old, so I guess it's his fault because they were ducking him since he arrived at welterweight. So if that's the case, what the fuck, like? So let me ask you something. So let me ask you something. This is the same side of the street. This is the same side of the street that Errol Spence complained about not getting a fight for this, his whole career, right? Errol Spence went pro at what? 154, 160, right? He squeezed down to 147. And since he's been at 147, he's been at 147 99% of his career. Since he's been at uh, at 147, what's the most he's done? He's had a, what? He had one unification bout. Who's the guy he's about to fight right now? Uh, Danny Garcia. If he, if he beats Danny Garcia coming off this car accident, then what? What you gonna say? That basically he's accomplished the same shit that Keith Thurman did, becoming a unified champion. But he did it. But when Keith Thurman did it, both of those guys were in their prime, and one of them was undefeated, and Danny Garcia, right? Then you're gonna sprinkle in a guy, um, a guy in fucking uh, and Mikey Garcia, right? So you throw that victory in there for uh, Errol Spence, which was nothing more than a glorified fucking sparring match, right? So that's basically his resume. So you got you got motherfuckers that been at 147 their whole career. And pretty much all of them, all they've done is what? Have one unification bout. And you go sit there and you go give them the benefit of the doubt and let them brag and play nananny boo-boo, I'm on the other side of the street, which was drawn because of Bud Crawford. Meanwhile, right, Bud Crawford has done, Bud Crawford has accomplished more than they'll ever fucking accomplish. Keith well, Thurman, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, well, Errol Spence, they all went well, pro at 154, you gotta, 160. You gotta, they gotta drank let me talk too. You gotta let me talk too. So what you're not saying is but that what you're not saying is that uh, Earl Spence fought top-level opposition, not just on paper, considered in the world. Nothing that anyone has to argue about. You just gave those men credit, right? He's fought top-level opposition in 10 less fights. And in 10 less fights, he's become the number one welterweight. And in 10 less fights... He's unified. And on his third straight pay-per-view. So you can choose to diminish and over-glorify sparring partners. Like you said, that the Mikey Garcia fight was a glorified sparring match. Well, what the freak was Raimondo Beltran? He was an over-glorified sparring partner. So what are we talking about? Then you keep going back to this Gamboa fight as if it's God's given greatest win. His prime 
true. His prime, true. his See, prime, you're exactly. cutting me I off. I let you that. talk. You cutting me off. I let you talk. His prime is at 26. His prime is at 26. I want you to tell the world what is Gamboa's big achievement at 35. Because his prime is at 26. And at 26, 35, any freaking way, he's got over 10 knockdowns in his career. 10 knockdowns in his career. Over. But you want me to give him credit for Ricky Burns who ducked Broner for two divisions. 30 and 35. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 not, that, I'm uh, lost. I'm lost. You said that already. The same okay. way you said okay, already well, me... that his opponent, Gamboa, is so great. You see what I mean? You can see that. So at first, so you can see that he was the lineal champion and he deserved it. But now, but you, then I again, now. I never conceded. Up, I never conceded. I conceded that I did, that I was wrong about putting Mikey in that argument. That's what I said you were right on. Which is was which was the basis of my call, right? Perfect. You put Mike, so then you put if you're Mike, done, we're right. done. If you're done, you're done. If no, you're, not, if you're really, good, no. if you're well, good well, with the small win, take it. It's not a small win. That's a major win because no, that was the fucking that's foundation a mistake. of the reason why you it's a mistake. It's a mistake, right. black and white. Right. It's a mistake. That was a, that was a very emphatic. Listen, you know what's not a mistake? You what's not a mistake are the people that he's fought. The fact that you sitting here trying to act like Beltron is a world beater and Genboa is a world beater. When did I hold on? When did I say that? And that's but, that's you stretching. That's no. you creating a narrative. I never you know, said. I never you're, said you're that saying Beltron, I, you're saying I'm creating I a narrative. Listen to me. You're, you're saying I'm creating a narrative, but you, I'm following your narrative, which is. Earl Spence is only beating guys that other people already beat. He beat a glorified sparring match. Oh. I'm using your narrative. No, that's not what I said. Oh, I I'm said sorry. Keith, I, I, thought, Thurman, I thought you called I said, the, I'm sorry. I thought you said the Mikey Garcia and Earl Spence fight was a glorified yeah, sparring that match. Was. So, right. so that what, was. Yeah. So what was Terrence Crawford versus Beltron? I don't give. I don't care hey, if you give right. Beltron. I don't right. care. If, hold right. up, I don't care if you get. That was a thirty-five pound win. Right. He was a sparring partner. He was legitimately a sparring. You already conceded that oh, I was right man. and you were wrong. Oh, then we move man. on to right. that. Now right. let's talk about. Yeah, what's your name again? Crawford's accomplishments overall. Because we're Stormbringer. Stormbringer. Shout out to you, champ. I gotta go. This has been what a five-hour one. God bless. Yo, Nesgto. Uh, real quick, Ricky Burns won his vacant WBO title, right? Uh, I would have to check. Let me get a minute. Hold on, hold on. Because then how does that make him lenient? Bro, the lenient talk is crazy, man. Just the fighters, bro. Like, people crazy. Lenient for beating Beltron. Like, man, I'm out of here, bro. Whatever. Let anybody think what they want. Any super chats you got to get to? Yeah, yeah. I just had a couple of super chats. Let me get to them. Um... Let me see. Boom, 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 boom. Got him. All right. We're going to start off with uh, Intrigue the Incredible says, This your brain on Bud, people. Frying pan with an egg emoji. Just say no. Bud Beaties is real. And uh, Damo Jackson just showing us some love. Shout out to you, brother, for showing us some love, man. Um, and uh, we have... I believe it's Coach Rivera says, if you bring a debate and Ness smack you with answers, no le busques las cinco patas al gato. Mami dice, calladito, te ves más bonito. 
translation says, uh, don't look for five legs on a cat. Mommy says, quiet, you look a little better. Four emojis with the zip mouth. All right. Okay. Okay. Let me just go reheat my hash brown one more time. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. Catch us on the next one. Peace. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Helps with the visibility of the show. Hit the subscribe button. If you don't got the D at the end of that, subscribe. You ain't part of the family, huh? Get that rose in your breast pocket. Help us out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We've uh, been with you since that very morning. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You get us here, champies.